Friday, listen, y'all know me as Debo from the hit movie Friday, but go see my new Mark movie, The Super Mario Dark Knight, and I'm hanging out with my homeboys on Below the Belt. And who am I hanging out with? And I'm becoming Sigma in Baltimore real soon, and I'm going to ride the bicycle one more time. Hey, go see Dark Knight before I can get my residual checks. Hey, God bless you. I love you. And get out my the Below the Belt Show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> right guys it's time for another episode of below the belt show the second of three holiday slash christmas shows uh it's very exciting here uh to be virtually here because here in the mid-atlantic we have experienced our first snowstorm of the winter i think most of maryland got between four and six inches um, and uh, I think other parts uh, in the Mid-Atlantic might have gotten more. Uh, but that's what's great about BTB at home. We are still here for you fans. We do not have to cancel the, any show due to inclement weather. That is not the case anymore, guys. And we're just here for a holly jolly good time. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most here for your cheerful pleasure. And let's go ahead and introduce... The room, starting with, that's right, he is the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and the only, Chachi McFly. That's right, we're having a white Christmas, and I'm not talking about the, um, the skin color of the panel here, I'm talking about outside, it's beautiful, and um, some are getting more snow than others, but... <laughs> I only got that on the phone when they see me in person. Oh, you're not white. <laughs> that's the only time I have got it. But nonetheless, that's a very good point, Chachi. Let's go ahead and introduce the rest of the panel. Let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. He is former United States Marine Corps. He is the Captain Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for waiting for the pilot to get on the plane. I was a little late today, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you guys better make sure you got your seatbelts on and your trade tables in their upright and locked position because uh, this is going to be a little turbulent. <laughs> no right. reference to, like, Santa Claus or nothing? Well, <laughs> I, I don't really have a lot of Christmas stuff. You got you got Endgame Thor behind you. I mean, he's yeah. kind of... 
he's kind of in the holiday spirit. As he far looks as like, looks like a young Santa. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of captured yeah. it somehow. Yeah. Here, hold on. I'll I'll change my background or something. <laughs> <laughs> While Big Nick is doing that, let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. We had to have her back to BTB Virtual because she did such an awesome job. And I felt she did such an awesome job because she was, had tears of joy last time, which <laughs> I thought that was really amazing. But yeah, you guys had me cracking up. <laughs> I'm so happy to have back to Below the Belt show cosplayer extraordinaire, the one and the only Anna B. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you back on Below the Belt show, Anna B. You had so much fun last time. We had to have you back. This is our second of three christmas shows and i love how everybody in the panel including yourself anna are uh, in holiday spirit i have my holiday darth vader sweater that has seen many below the belt show christmas shows um it's an impressive sweater <laughs> yes 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 we have the one and only chachi mcfly with the bad santa background and of course is that christmas vacation of course it is Christmas vacation shirt. <laughs> Anna B, she uh, is uh, channeling her inner Elsa, right, from Frozen. Yes. Elsa, with... And then I have a little Star Wars hat. Star oh, Wars nice. Yoda hat with Yoda <laughs> ears. Wow. That's a kind of a mashup of fandom there. Right? Well, Disney and Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still owned. Everything's owned by Disney, but. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yes. Yeah. And. Big Nick is joining us. Um, I'm trying to recall the background, but it's uh... it's 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 not a reference. It's the first one I found. It's Santa <laughs> with a very inappropriate child sitting in his lap. <laughs> I love oh, it. Actually, hold on. I think I just got a better. Found one. a better oh. one. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Um, I don't know if anyone saw my uh, background, but it's uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker <laughs> fighting <laughs> giant candy canes. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool, and uh, yes, Big Nick, with the Star Wars holiday special, I guess, um, background, everybody's in the festive mood for the holiday season, so. I think Big Nick definitely wins for cutest outfit. I do, right? (laughs) I do it. (laughs) So I was talking about the storm. Sorry, Anna. I was talking about the storm earlier, and Anna you actually in West Virginia um, had 18 inches of snow, correct? Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. That's crazy. You're muted, by the way. Yeah, we can't hear you. I'm <laughs> sorry. There we go. <laughs> sorry. 18 uh, inches? Yeah, it, and 18, 18 inches. And then uh, I tried to go outside to take some pictures. So it was freezing out there. Oh, wow. It's funny. Like, like, um, Oh, look, the gay Russian calls that Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what that means, but I don't know. They told me. All right. Well, guys, let's get into everything going on in B3. First of all, I am so excited to announce our special guest. He is now a series regular on the hit Netflix show Virgin River, which stars the lovely Alexander Breckenridge. You might remember her as Jesse from The Walking Dead. Um, and um, he was a recurring in season one for season two, which ju- just dropped on Netflix. He was promoted to series regular. So that is pretty awesome. The actor's name is Grayson Guernsey. Um, 
Grayson plays the role of Ricky in Virgin River. And uh, when Annaby told me she was a fan of Virgin River, I was so happy. I was like, I am so glad I'm on this show because you actually are a fan of the show and you watch the show. So that's great. I actually watched the first two and a half episodes, got halfway through the third episode of season one. Uh, it's a really good show. It's a really good show, Anna B. Um, and I'm glad you uh, are into season two. So I'm sure we'll have a lot of great questions for Grayson Guernsey when he calls into BTB. But let's talk about everything going on in the world of entertainment, starting with that Disney investor call. There is so much news. Oh my God. Emanating from this uh, amazing, amazing um, investor call. I mean, they said it was investor call, but they pretty much just dropped everything, all the news that, all the good news that we need just in time for the holiday season. So, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Merry summary, Christmas to us. <laughs> yes. Merry Christmas to Very all of us. So. Um, they're going to deliver at least 22 series to the streaming service. This includes all the fandoms, uh, Marvel, Ooh. Disney, and Star Wars. Um, and um, feature films that were going to be released in theaters um, will also be um, on Disney+. Plus. So it was mostly a Disney Plus um, investor call because they because of the expansion of Disney Plus and this is the way we're going, you know. Um, but um, let's I guess talk about first Disney. Um, two new uh, key films to Disney Plus includes Pinocchio with Tom Hanks and Peter Pan and Wendy. They're skipping their planned theatrical releases. Will debut on uh, the streaming service again. Movies skipping the theater due to the pandemic. Um, you know, Pinocchio's been done before, but, you know, this is with Tom Hanks. This is a live-action version. I think it would be pretty fun, and uh, the Peter Pan and Wendy uh, film looks really good as well. So is he playing Geppetto? You know, I think he is. I think he is playing Geppetto, yeah. I think it would be funny if he was playing Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you could fit that age range. Although, you know what? If it's animated... It doesn't matter. He'd play the voice. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would be live action, but I imagine Pinocchio <laughs> would, be, would be. I don't know. I'm not sure if they're gonna do. Well, Pinocchio. I like. I don't know if you ever saw the the live action one with Roberto Benigni. Okay. <laughs> and he was Pinocchio. It was okay. Weird. It just didn't look. You think it would look better as a an animated character in a live action premise? Probably. Yeah. We'll have to see how that yeah. goes. Grown up dudes pretending to be wooden little boys is. <laughs> oh, Kevin Spacey, I heard, was a part of that one. Um, uh-huh. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, another film with Disney's Enchanted. Amy Adams will be returning to one of her most beloved roles as Princess Giselle. Um, they're also doing uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. This oh, is a wow. hybrid, yeah, hybrid live action animated feature that will debut on Disney Plus. Um, we'll feature a cameo by Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking random. <laughs> yes. Plus Andy Samberg, John Mulaney. So that, that should be interesting. Oh, okay. All right. Chris Evans, who's Captain America, will be um, voicing um, an animated film called Lightyear, mm-hmm. which is all about Buzz Lightyear. So I think that's cool to have the focus on probably the more popular of the two duos, I would say. Um, so why not have um, Tim Allen as the voice for Buzz Lightyear? That, you know, you know, that's a really good um, um, 
question, but I think maybe because it's a prequel, maybe they f- think Chris it's Evans is supposed to be a younger, younger vo- yeah, younger. Vo- I don't know, but it's animated. So, but would a toy's voice change over the years? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Good point, man. I'm sorry. I snorted yeah. that. No, man. I mean, it's just the definitive story of Buzz Lightyear, the hero who inspired the toy. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it, it's not the toy. It's not the toy. It's the hero it's, that inspired the toy. Okay. There okay. we go. So that's the difference. So that's where it makes sense, Josh. Um, that it's the hero. It's the story of the hero that inspired the toy. So, ah. so Buzz Lightyear is based on an actual person. It's kind of weird. I never, <laughs> I never thought about the person that the toy is made off, off of. Like, like mm-hmm. Disney is stretching, I think, now. Well, they're, well, they're just milking that cash cow, brother. Yeah, right? Well, Boom Kaboom from Toy Story apparently is ba- a lot. Evil Knievel's family got, like, upset. Yeah. Or I think Definitely Sue? was a parody they, of that. They, they did, yeah. They did Sue? Okay. So, yeah. I mean... I don't know. Maybe maybe this is a way of saying no. All of our characters are based on on you know fictitious people, not not anybody you know that you might well, know, you know. If there's any company that has the money to spend to to fix a loophole, it's Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're gonna do like a prequel for Mr. Potato Head too, and just have like a real live potato laying like in a yep. farm. It's gonna be played by Roberto Benigni. He's gonna yeah. be a real potato. Here's a vegetable. <laughs> they also have a film called Turning Red uh, from Oscar-winning director Domi Shi about a girl named Mi who turns into a giant red panda when she gets excited. Okay. Interesting. I think I've seen a porno like that once. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a giant red snake, isn't it? Instead of a panda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Merry Christmas, anime- guys. Um, yeah, I know. Merry, Merry Christmas. Below the belt. Below the belt. Children's show. Uh, animated features include also um, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, a new Ice Age movie, um, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. They have uh, Ray Romano needs that paycheck. Yeah, he has <laughs> Night at the Museum film. I mean, these are just some of the films that they're producing. Um, and of course, Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. That's getting a reboot treatment. Oh, um, God. yeah. Thank so God. they are. <laughs> and... How do you feel about that, Josh? Like they remake everything. My God, it's, it's horrible. Nothing from the '80s is sacred anymore, man. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing if they, if Back they to the reboot, future. they have to sequel it. Sequel it. Pay the respects, not reboot it. I mean, I think that's the way. Sequeling it is the way to go, not rebooting. I mean, that's <sighs> kind of how you feel. You know, I have no problem with reboots exactly. if they reboot movies that came out that were really, really, really bad. bad. If yep. it was a shit like the entire Resident Evils or Doom, yeah, Doom. That's fucking good remake yeah. them. Make them better. Make them better. Exactly. That's the exact point, man. The very, very good like, point. Like, they're going to remake Scarface. Like, they already remade it once, obviously, from like the really early version. But, like, it's never going to be better than the Al Pacino version. So why remake yeah. it? Yeah. Like, um, well, here's a sequel that, that Disney's doing, Sister Act 3 with Whoopi Goldberg. See, that's okay. See, that's a sequel. That's so a sequel, that's and it's got Whoopi Goldberg in it, and that's okay yep. because I do love those movies. All right, so those are the movies that Disney uh, are doing. now. I was trying to think before, like, has there ever been like a comedy, like a straight-up comedy movie where part two has ever been better than part one? Part two? Yeah, like any kind of like comedy movie. What about so how does it feel count. between National Lampoon's 
vacation and Christmas vacation. Well, National Lampoon's uh, vacation yeah. obviously was um, is more beloved than um, European yeah. vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been a, a tough one. I mean, there's a lot of action movies that have been better, arguably better. Like, oh yeah, Terminator. No, not a lot, two, but like, there's been Terminator a handful. Two, uh, there's been a few. There's a few. People Terminator, say aliens. Yeah. Aliens. But, but you know, you're, you're going back like 30, 30 40 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because we're all old, and like, you know, those are like, the only um, movies that we appreciate now. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like Dumb and Dumber. Like none of the sequels ever. Reached up to the level of the original. Yeah. Hangover. Part two better. Hangover two was pretty good. It's There's just, no way Hangover just, two was just, better. Than just as good. Just as good. It no, was not either. Was... <laughs> no, all right, all right. No. Uh, it's the, I Anna, what do you think? They're both great. I, I still like the first one. The first one, sure. okay. Okay, that's the fair. second one. Eh. Was the second one in Bangkok? Was that the one? Or that was it was yeah. Bangkok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually yeah. went to that hotel. Did you? Hotel really? The, Did you get a uh, photo up there? Yes, we took a picture. We're like, we have to take a picture. <laughs> nice. I love that. That is awesome. Uh, so Disney Plus has Disney series. Okay, so we have Moana the series uh, premiering in uh, 2023. Okay. Um, they have um, a show called Baymax. Which yeah, follows- that's from Big Hero 6. Yeah, yes. a medical robot from Big Hero 6. Zootopia Plus, um, Talking Animals. Yeah, you love that. Uh, Tiana, a uh, series based on The Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Awaju, a youth-oriented science fiction film, or a series. Doug Days, um, a spinoff of the film Up. Um, oh, that sounds pretty that'll cool. That'll be cute. That'll be cute. Uh, a series based on Cars, on Pixar's Cars. Jesus. Can't, that's, that's another... Gotta keep milking that cash yeah. cow, man. That's merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Um, and a Swiss Family Robinson series, uh, also in development. So that is a lot of Disney series, but that's just a part of Disney, as you know. That's, that's just there, tip of the iceberg. There are two <laughs> other big fandoms in Disney. So let's go to Marvel. Marvel Studios. All right. So all kinds of awesome stuff. Let's talk about their Disney Plus series. We have WandaVision premiering on January 15th. The trailer looks awesome. I love the TV spoofs from different generations. I think it looks awesome. Um, Cause 2020 has been an MCU free year. If you think about it, this is the, this is the first MCU project in 2021. People can argue new mutants, but that technically was an MCU. That was um, but, but um, this is pretty exciting. I'm really excited um, for uh, WandaVision and the MCU return. Finally, right guys. Finally. Yep. And just a couple months later, on March 9th, we're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier. The trailer just dropped for that. I don't know if you saw the trailer, guys. Yep. Looks pretty rad. I love um, Falcon's um, new costume. Looks like there's some influence with Captain America with the color scheme of that design. I think that's really cool. Of course, Sebastian Stan and him are going to be teaming up for a lot of really cool aspects. George St. Pierre returns to... Oh, role. I yeah. didn't know GSP was coming back. That's GSP right. is coming back. He was in the uh, in Winter Soldier. That's correct, Big Nick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Emily Van Camp will be returning as Sharon Carter, and Daniel Brühl will be returning as Helmet Zemo um, in that cast. So, something to look forward to. 
Wow. And then two months later, we get another Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. We get Loki in May. Oh, yes. Uh, that trailer <laughs> just dropped. That's going to take place immediately after Loki um, steals the Tesseract and um, ends up somewhere else. Uh, and it resumes him from that point. And, of course, this Loki, this version of Loki, is in a different timeline, as you know, guys. So we saw the version of Loki that we know die in Endgame. Spoiler, but the movie's fucking more than a year old. Yeah. Um, oh, damn it, man. <laughs> Come on. But uh, this Loki is from an alternate timeline, and it's a way to keep the characters still alive. I think it's awesome. I'm excited. Dude, we're getting new Marvel series, like, boom, boom, boom. It's insane. They got to make up for this year, man. Yep. Yeah. My gosh. This summer, we're getting an animated Marvel series called What If? Mm-hmm. Uh, so What If? is all about just alternate timelines, like one where, where Black Panther and Star-Lord switch identities. Yeah. Um, just examples of that. And a lot of the original cast will be voicing characters. Oh, that's cool. And I like, <clears throat> I like how it's animated because you don't want to confuse people with live action and then people think wait a minute that happened in what if and i think it's better to have it animated to kind of keep that separate from yeah, it, looks like a, it looks like a good artistic style too like the the animation yeah. style like in it too the, the trailer was cool it does look cool and in 2021 we have miss marvel um the first muslim superhero to have her own comic series um kamala khan the character will play we play by aman valani um, so she has very similar powers to um, Dr. Reed Richards from Fantastic Four, so she can stretch her body. Um, and um, we have Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld, also to de- debut in 2021. Yeah, that's shooting in New York now. Um, that should be really cool, guys. And then in 2022, uh, more Marvel series, guys. This is pretty exciting. She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany. As you know, she is the cousin of Bruce Banner. Um, of course, Mark Ruffalo will be returning to reprise his role in a supporting role in that. Um, and, um, I, you know, very similar powers to Incredible Hulk. She gets a blood transfusion. And, of course, a family member, like a cousin, would be, like, an appropriate, you know, person to give a blood transfusion. So when Mark Ruffalo gives or the Hulk gives the blood transfusion to yeah, um, Tatiana Maslany's character. Um, Wait, so he gives his blood to her? Like, because she yes. needs it for, like, an operation? Yes. Well, doesn't he know that he turns into the Hulk? Like, wouldn't it be like, well, wait a minute, yes. you know, you're going to turn into a She-Hulk if I give you this blood. <laughs> you know, that's like... You know what, maybe... They, they're they, probably going to say something that, like, nobody else can give her blood, and it's like... Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like, if you have a cousin that has AIDS, you're like, all right, you know, I, I need blood, but, I mean, can I find somebody else, please? Like, <laughs> I don't know, like... Yeah, maybe maybe your blood's not the best for me, even though I need blood. I mean, you're trying to a damn... I mean, and he's miserable as as the hawk. I mean, he's passionate and everything. He's angry all the time. You know? like, what does she have that she needs blood? Very, very, very fair point, man. Now I'm curious. I want to see this now to see it how looks they. Good. Tatiana if you like, they're an orphan black. I saw her on Broadway in the network, on Broadway play with Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. He, um, Brian did an amazing job, but Tatiana Maslany had a very sexy scene. Like I'm not going. I'm not used to going to see Broadway and seeing like her like um mount 
a guy and take off her shirt um, in Broadway. It was something unexpected. <laughs> but oh, it, definitely, I mean, she had a bra on. She didn't go topless, yeah. but, it, it, you know. Definitely it, can't do that this year. <laughs> not this year. Not this year. No, no Broadway. <laughs> and if, you, if that's not it, guys. There's more Marvel There's TV more. series. There's more in development. So we have Secret Invasion starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. This will be the biggest crossover comic event of the last 20 years. Um, so I guess very similar to um, Endgame and Infinity War. Ironheart is going to be an Iron Man spinoff um, focusing on inventor Riri Williams, played by Dominique Thorne. Now, Riri is a genius. <laughs> Riri. She's a genius. Yeah, she's a genius. Mm-hmm. Who was kind of like, uh, was mentored by Tony Stark. And um, they might have to change that because I don't know if they introduced Riri after Tony Stark died in Endgame. Sorry, another spoiler alert. Um, but uh, I guess they'll have, we'll have to figure out how they handle that. I mean, you could Maybe be the, the smartest person in the world, but if your name's like Riri, I'll be like, are you really that smart? I'm like, uh... you know, yeah, right, Riri. <laughs> I know. Well, she's she's taking over the mantle. You know, she's got the similar Iron Man suit. Um, also, Armor Wars, based on the comic book series about what happens when Tony Stark's technology falls into the wrong hands. Don Cheadle will be returning as War Machine for that. Um, that should be really exciting. Also, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special with James Gunn. Um, and uh, this will, I guess, be similar in the same vein as the Star Wars holiday special, maybe the Lego one. I'm not sure they didn't really... Um, allude much of that but it said it's a live action holiday special okay so it's not animated so that's cool that's the guardians of the galaxy save christmas yeah um oh yeah and a a note on hawkeye um a new cast member uh that will be joining um is florence Pugh, um who is yelena belova in the black widow movie she she will be uh in the hawkeye series as well so that's pretty exciting um but a series? this is going to be a Hawkeye series. That's yeah, it's a series. And it's I mean, to uh, me, he seems pretty boring. I mean, if they can pull this off, I'll be impressed. Well, I, he's one of the more boring uh, Marvel characters. Nah, I like him. I like him. And it's it's more than yeah. that though. So um, they're introducing Kate Bishop. I don't know if you read the Matt Fraction mm-hmm. Hawkeye comics, but it was uh, kind of a revamp to kind of make Hawkeye cool. Okay. And, uh, and it's Haley Steinfeld. This is, yeah, and Haley Steinfeld's playing um, yeah. Kate, Bishop, Kate Bishop, who takes over yeah. the mantle. Yep, that's in the in the comics. I think it's gonna work. I, I love I love I think it's gonna work. Cast. Yeah, I'm excited um, about all of them. Yep, and um, Vera Farmiga is gonna be um, Kate Bishop's mother. Oh, cool. And um, Oscar Isaac is um, supposedly supposed to play Moon Knight, but that hasn't been supposedly 100% confirmed yet, but that's another um, they are passing him around. series in production as well. Yeah, Moon Knight, Star War, uh, and Marvel, Star Wars, and then he's, isn't he in Dune as well? And he's also going to uh, be in a that Black Ops video game. Uh, uh, Metal Gear Metal Solid. Metal Gear Solid, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, which is a video game movie, so yeah. He is all over the place, guys. All over the place. Um, so, um, Warner Brothers made um, an announcement that Black Widow, so far, is expected to still come out in theaters in May on May seventh. Um, so they haven't 
Let's just hope that's the case. They're not going to do it on Disney Plus like they hope did. Hope so, because I'm so tired of seeing that um, trailer when I go see a movie. Yeah. I've seen that trailer for like a year and a half now. Man, and I like, haven't been to a movie theater in forever, man. I, mean, I want to see the movie, but I'm like, I'm just, you know, I've seen yeah. the trailer so many damn times. All right, Marvel movies. All right, everyone wants to know about the movies since you brought it up there, Chachi. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, okay, so first of all, they're developing a Fantastic Four movie. Finally. Yep. Um, this will be directed by John Watts, who directed Tom Holland's Spider-Man. That should be okay. really exciting. Um, so that's in good hands because Spider-Man was very well received. Um, no casting announcements just yet. Um, but, um, I mean, you know, I, so the, the failed Fantastic Four movie from a couple of years ago had good actors. It's just the script and director. Bad writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would be happy with, well, you can't really do, uh, Michael B. Jordan because he is already no. a Marvel character, but. Yeah. Bring, Similar bring problem Kate, they had with. Yeah. Bring, uh, Kate Mara back, you know, bring, uh. Some of the actors back um, from that. I don't know. I mean, they'll probably go in a completely different direction. You know, uh, one of the, the act- one before that was better. Oh, one Justin sure. Alba. Yes. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. And that Michael was Chick- Michael Chiklis. Yeah, because Chris Evans is a, two characters in two Marvel universes. A little trivia for you. He was. Uh, mm-hmm. He was. He's Captain America. Storm. He's the Human Torch. Yeah, Human Torch. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right, some news on, news on Thor, Love, and Thunder. Uh, Christian Bale has been added to the cast. He's going to be playing uh, Gore, the God Butcher. Whoa, what an intimidating name for a villain. Gore, the God Butcher. Whew. It works. <laughs> it works, man. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman. Um, and directed by your favorite director, Big Nick, Taika Waititi. My main man. Yeah, he's your favorite uh He's up, director. Yeah. He's up there, man. He's done some good work. I like a lot of his stuff. Yep. Thor, Love and Thunder um, will be released November of 2021. Also, Jamie Alexander, who played Lady Sif, mm-hmm. um, is um, also scheduled to return in Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, also is supposed to make an appearance in the Loki Disney Plus series. So, cool. And uh, her series, A Blind Spot, um, ended. That's why she couldn't commit to uh, um, the last Thor movie, Ragnarok, and and she hasn't been really seen since the second Thor movie. So, blind well, she's spot. Been in my, yeah. yeah. Well, wasn't she in an episode of uh, Agents of Shield? Didn't she do one of those before she left? Yeah, right. She yeah. sure did. She's gorgeous, by the way. Um, I went to high school with her. Did you know that? Whoa, mind blown. Hello. Yeah. She was a year ahead of me, but she went to the same high school I went to. Dude, mind blown. Yeah. Is she in your yearbook? I think so, but I got to find it. I have no idea where it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I met her at the White House Correspondence Dinner, dude. Yeah. I would love to see, like, the high school photo of her. Yeah. If you could find yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Dude, that's cool trivia. Mm-hmm. Nick went to high school with Lady Sif. Yeah. And this is in Redondo? Yeah. No, no. So my junior year of high school, I went from California to Texas. I moved in with my dad. Ah. In, in North Dallas in a place called Colleyville. And, oh, cool. Uh, and I actually, I actually didn't really know her. I found out she went to high school with me afterwards. It was a huge school with like a, it was a fucking giant North Texas high school. 
Wow. So I, I, I didn't really know her, though. And like I said, she's a year ahead of me. So never interacted with her. Never. You know, I might have. That's the thing. Like, I was one was of those she, kids that traveled through the tribes and everybody was cool with, so it's very possible did I did. Did you notice her, Oscar? Was she striking, like, beautiful? Oh, yeah. Like, she's gorgeous. I mean, but, but yeah. Back then, though, was she? Definitely. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Look at that scoop, man. That's kind of funny. I like hearing that. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, let's see. They dressed Black Panther, so there will be no recasting. Mm-hmm. of um black panther um of course Chadwick Boseman passed away um probably going to center it around shuri uh is my guess how they're yeah. going to handle that it's they haven't happened. really confirmed but it's, I think it's what happens in the comics so it makes sense if they do that yeah. plus that's what the audience wants i mean every forum that i've been on that talks about it they all say the same thing that they want sure to take it yeah i think that's what's going to happen sure. um ant-man and the wasp quantum mania the next uh Ant-Man film, Ant-Man 3. Um, the original cast is all coming back. Oh, good. Yeah, Peyton Reed will direct again. And Catherine Newton joins the cast as Cassie Lang. Yeah, I heard about this. And I don't think she was the same actress She's that not. played. No, I don't she know. Isn't. Why didn't they? I see. I like. I like consistency in my Marvel movies. Like mm-hmm. when they cast a different person. I mean, maybe the I can't understand. I mean, maybe they needed someone slightly older, but I don't know. I, why just why couldn't they just use the actress they cast? Just, I don't know, but the actress, yeah. the, the original actress, went to Twitter and was just like, "Hey, I didn't get cast in the sequel." So sad. Oh, she, Sorry. Did, yeah. oh, wow. did she explain why? Did people comment? Or? Um, I mean, I'm not on Twitter. I just yeah. I just read the article, but I should have could assume so. Yeah. That, that's got to be a bummer for her. I, I bet she really wanted that, you know? Yeah. Jeez, I mean, that's disappointing. Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings, they just completed production, so that's going to be dropping in July of 2021. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness um, production is underway now. That's going to be released in March of 2022. Um, there's a new actress joining that, and it's... Uh, Zochitl Gomez playing America Chavez, um, which is um, yeah, it's great that she's joining the cast. Rachel McAdams just closed her deal to reprise her role as Christine Palmer. That's cool. So I love Rachel McAdams. Oh yeah, loved yeah. Uh, loved chatting with her at the SAG Awards a couple years ago. <laughs> Name drop. She was nominated uh, for <laughs> her ensemble work in the. <laughs> Anyways, um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) all right, and um, let's talk about this final um, Marvel news and pivot into some uh, interesting uh, news that stemmed from that. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, James Gunn will also write and direct the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. But um, so that's going to come out in 2022 on Disney Plus, the holiday special. But let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy three, because I mean that's still on in, on the calendar. But there's been some interesting, um, let's just say, changes in the in the Marvel comic book with the character of Peter Quill, which I don't know because the thing is that they bring that to the MCU. I don't know how it's going to work because we already saw the side of Peter Quill in MCU. So I'm talking about, of course, mm-hmm. how is he's a ladies' man. He's like a woman. I, you're not a woman. I, he's like a ladies' man. He, he, aliens, humans, whatever. 
And I wanted to think, okay, they're going to do interspecies, right? But now in the comic book, they're saying that he's bisexual. Um, I, you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about, I'm all about, you know, um, representation in film and TV. Um, I don't think if they brought this into the MCU, this just would work. I mean, he's all over Gamora. Um, I just, it just, I don't know. I mean, he's like, but now they're saying that he's bisexual and polyamorous. Been a polyamorous, okay. You know, this, this <laughs> maybe. From the comics, right? So this is the comic book, but yeah, will the they bring are just shoehorning stuff in? They don't care. Yeah, yeah, but if they change, you know, Chris Pratt's character in the MCU film, I don't know. It's just, it's just, that's just making a character woke for the sake of being woke. Like, Annabee, what do you think? Do you have an opinion, like on uh, how on Peter Quill's character now being bisexual? I mean, I don't have any issues um, per se, but yeah. I just feel like certain characters should just stay that way. I mean, if they want to bring new characters that are that, you know, that would be fine. I would be fine with that. Yeah. I just like consistency like you do, too. I so. like consistency. I feel like things that make sense. All of a sudden, we're going to see um, Gar- uh, Peter Quill bang some random, like, blue alien girl in the yeah. first one. He's going to be chasing Gamora. And, uh, you know, he's kind of known as a ladies' man. And, and, and then all of a sudden, we're going to... I don't know. But, th- again, this is the kind of... Now, they want to make, like, Black Widow um, bisexual. I'm fine with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, with at least with the comics, the audience has changed. You know, the demographic yeah. is totally different now. It's not just a bunch of white dudes fucking sitting in a basement reading comics and playing D&D anymore. Comics are trendy, and with that comes the expansion of the audience. So, right. you know, with well, as popular as the LGBT community is now, right. just in, in media, of course they're going right. to make those shifts. And yeah. as easy as it is to make new characters, it's always more bankable to... You, you also got to think about how existing one. Pratt will handle this if they decided to, because... He's knows a little more conservative, he you know. He's quite conservative and very um, Christian, so it'll be interesting to see. Let's just see if they do that for the third film. Yeah, I, d- I doubt they're going to do it though, okay. because the comics mean nothing. The comics are most of the comics are a joke, anyways. Yeah. When they change characters and and, and they, they have different volumes. Yeah, forty-five people series. playing like Spider-Man, like it, it means nothing having the comics. And you know, some artists will go and just make their own Spider-Man comic, and Spider-Man will have like like one arm or something like it, it means nothing to the, um, I haven't seen that. That's that's an interesting idea. What? One arm, a one arm Spider-Man. I mean, that's actually pretty good, but yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move to star Wars guys. Star Wars news from the Disney. Can you believe it? Like we've been talking about this, the Disney investor call was picking so much, uh, stuff to talk about. Just cried that they were broke and like laid off, like a lot of their employees from the parks. They did. They no money, and but, that, but but now they're producing like all this content. They're producing like everything in Hollywood, like that's a bunch of bullshit though. If you think about it, be really like 170 bucks now to get in for a one day um, park at Disney. 170 bucks. It's crazy, guys. All right, let's go to Star Wars, guys. So big news, guys, on the first feature film in uh, upcoming feature film in the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy made the announcement that Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins will become the first woman to direct a Star Wars feature with the upcoming Rogue Squadron. 
Um, and I love you're gonna love this Chachi Christmas 2023. You're gonna stick to the release date of Christmas for the upcoming Star Wars movie. Um, the movie will introduce a new generation of starfighter pilots. As you're, you're already, you're already, you're already, you're already passing. You're already yeah, I heard new generation. I'm I don't, excited. You, you already I'm know excited. what's gonna happen, don't you, Chachi? Yeah. Please, I'm please excited. tell me what you're thinking, Chachi. No, tell me, tell me what it is. A new generation of starfighter <laughs> pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride. I mean, we're talking about a younger cast. I mean, a new, next generation. Right. What? Where? Where does this? Where does this? Uh, this like, what is this? Does this tie into anything at all? Well, universe? I think it's going to be very close to Rogue One in the timeline. I don't think they can. Do you? Do you know Nick? Where? Where? Is it in the uh, same like, time? Is it like in the same I... universe, or like is it like? No, like, from what I read, it's from what I have read, it's happening at around the same time as Rogue One. Okay, okay. Well, Rogue One was great. If they can make it in the same vein as that, yeah. I mean, just because it's a new generation doesn't. I mean, if you think about it, the cast of Rogue One, was a different generation. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's just whichever way you think about it, I guess. <laughs> I hope it's not gonna be um, like, movies, like 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 teen kind of movies, like like the Walking <laughs> Dead one they have, like the the World Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the planned trilogy from Knives Out director Ryan Johnson, the last Jedi director, was not mentioned. Yeah, the was on <laughs> that guy. I think he's out. I think he's out. That guy. Due to yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the backlash from Last Jedi, which does have their fans. Though. Some people did like that movie. And were you a fan of um, the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi. See, I've already forgotten the name. The second film in the new. The second, yeah. Yeah. Mm, Thank not you. Really. <laughs> there you go. So we're all in agreement. Yeah, yeah. I only need to see a trilogy about here. Rose. Yeah. Oh, oh man, come on now. I just don't <laughs> need to see anything that Ryan Johnson ever touches, or at least I'm never paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a half hour at the casino for no reason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi is scripting his own Star Wars feature, um, which it presumably be okay. Yeah, which presumably will be, take place uh, or other drop on 2025 or 2027. I think they want to do the every two years starting back 2023. Well, Taika Latiti is a good writer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's been doing great with Mandalorian, so. Yes. Oh, wait. Does he write? No, I think it. Does he, he actually wrote, write? He wrote, he, wrote, he wrote one of the episodes in season one, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. He, he wrote the uh, the season finale. And he directed okay, it. I knew he directed one and, he, you know, he was the voice of ig but i didn't know if uh yeah next year wrote. okay cool yeah exactly. all right you ready to talk about the series coming out to disney plus the star wars yes. series all right let's start with obi-wan Kenobi, yes starring ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen God, yes this sounds yes. great i'm so excited about this i one. know we're oh, i love clients they're probably exact thank you chachi just like me. reprising the roles from the prequel movie trilogy um starting a production already this march of 2021. Oh, good. Um, so this timeline takes place 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, but it's been what? It's been like 20 years in real life? In real life, it's been 20 years. Okay, okay there you go. Um, returning to the cast will be Genevieve O'Reilly, who is Mon Mothma, which I love another great tie-in. She was in Rogue One, and she was in the prequels. So I think that's amazing 
that they they're keeping that you know consistency there. Yeah. Um, Stellan Skarsgård, Kyle Soler, Denise Go. Um, they're all going to be uh, in this cast of Obi Wan. Um, and it's only going to be six episodes, and it's also really, mini- huh. and it's all it's also a mini series. So I don't know. See, the thing so is, it's like, going to be like the one season. Yeah. Yeah, this oh, is I didn't know that. They're just giving us a little taste. But the thing is, is that there's so much time that has elapsed while Obi Wan's been in hiding that I feel this could go on for multiple seasons. Well, maybe they'll maybe they'll revisit it if it's a big hit, right? Yeah, I, I mean they did the same thing with Mandalorian. Mandalorian wasn't guaranteed season two until the day it launched and everyone went crazy. So I did not I did not know that because yeah. it was such a it was such a cliffhanger that I thought they yeah. had plans for the. Uh, uh, all right, more. more you got to figure, like, you know, six episodes, you know, um, one yeah. hour piece. That's really just like doing a brand new trilogy. Pretty much. Like two yeah. hours. Unless well, they go Mando and the episodes are a half an hour. Which so the Mandalorian kind of episodes yeah. are roughly 30, 30 to 40 minutes. Or 40 minutes, yeah. 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 We'll see. What, what, um, what will um, Hayden Christensen be doing? Like, I mean. So that's a good question. So going to be Vader. in the Vader costume the they'll whole be, time? Yeah, I, I have a feeling they'll, they'll, they'll try to make him look like. They, you know, his face the same way when it's burned on that Mustafar planet, you know, all lavaed up or whatever. Yeah. They could also do um, backstories, right? They could show Anakin and he could bring in Rosario Dawson, play Ahsoka, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, have her in that series as well if they wanted to. Yeah, he uh, just, he'll just be in crispy makeup. It'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. And this is a real a real chance for Hayden to like redeem himself. I know he gets like a lot of a backlash. Lot of yeah, yeah, for not for being a really did. good actor uh, in the yeah. first. I mean, if he, I was okay yeah. with you know, right, I was really okay with his him. career. I was okay with him, as really? the, you know, like the writing. It was it like it, for me, it wasn't his delivery; it was the writing. Yeah. Okay. That that's Nick's opinion, but yeah, whatever. And I think plus, right. me, like I think George Lucas relied too much on computer animation for the prequels and went over the top. And so and sacrificed the writing for. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like the whole world of world, like in the I think um in the first one, like mm-hmm. it's just it's really just like for um George Lucas to be like, oh here's um Star Wars underwater, you know that we could never do before because it was like live action and yeah. um, props. But yeah. I mean I think it could be a lot better now with the way technology is nowadays. But yeah. see, you know, since I I like to think that because George Lucas has been so closely attached with to the Mandalorian. Yeah, that he's probably learned. Yeah, some he's a consultant. Guys like John Favreau and Dave Filoni, that mm-hmm. you know, the same mistakes aren't going to be made that he made in the prequels. Yeah, it's not yes. going to be like that. So I mentioned Ahsoka earlier. Ahsoka will sure be did. getting her own series, yes. guys. That's awesome. And of course, she did amazing in that one episode in season two. She was awesome. Um, I don't know if we're going to see her in the finale this Friday, but if not, we're going to see lots of her in her own series. We're mm-hmm. going to see Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, of course, in this upcoming uh, Ahsoka Tano series. Wow. Um, so this will be in the same timeline as Mandalorian. So what's great about that is that you can get series crossovers. That'll um, be cool. Between Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and a third show in the same timeline called Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know much about this one. Rumor that it could be Cara Dune series, or maybe they... I don't know, because she's technically in the Republic now. Uh, it could be just yeah, completely did, different yeah. characters. Um, you've watched the um, 
Clone Wars and and um, Rebels, right? Could, yeah. Any particular characters you think could lead this Rangers of the New Republic? Thing? Well, the, the 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 big Jedi character in Rebels was um, fucking what's his name? Ezra. Ezra Bridger, yeah. And you know, with Thrawn coming back, it you know, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Rebels, it ends with Ezra Bridger and Thrawn being sucked out into hyperspace to an unknown place and with ahsoka mentioning thrawn that means that at least thrawn's back which probably means that ezra's back so they have a protagonist there that they could use you know this is the time frame between uh the the disney sequels and the regular seek and the regular trilogy so right you know it'll be probably about how the first order got created and all that shit yep and it's a 30 year span that of yeah. untold stories Yep. So there's, with, so there's a lot there, a lot for them to play with. Yeah, exactly, guys. So we'll see. Um, we're also getting Cassian Andor um, in a series just simply called Andor, um, coming in 2022. This is Diego Luna's character from Rogue One. So clearly, this will be a prequel series clearly. of Rogue One because, as you know, everybody died on that beautiful uh, um, tropical planet. It looks yes. like uh, seeing yep. stormtroopers on the beach is just so. I love Diego Luna, so I'm, I'm yeah. excited oh, to see him again. <laughs> oh, but Scarif was cool though. The uh, the planet, the Jedi planet. Yeah. Tropical paradise. You can go. Uh, you know, <laughs> the Empire is a tropical planet for like an escape for like <laughs> Vader or whoever or anybody yeah. in the. Uh, <laughs> anybody gotta, in, gotta work we already has a pretty bad um tan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Man. All right. Also, guys, we're getting Lando. Mm-hmm. Um, I will only be happy with the series if we put Donald Glover in it. Correct. This is the I reason agree. why is going back to consistency. They put another actor in there. I'm, I'm solo is like out the window. Right, I'm yeah. leaving it. Please keep Donald Glover uh, in this series. I'm begging you. <laughs> Don't put another young actor. And it's you don't just think gonna it's going to be, like, be um, Billy D. Williams? I mean, this is a young... I, I'm pretty yeah. sure this is a younger... <laughs> I mean... I, and I thought like Donna Glover did a great job. You know? Yeah, um, yeah he did it. Yeah, he did a really good job. I mean, I guess technically it could be uh, Billy, Billy D. But I don't... I'm think pretty sure they're betting their money on young blood. I you think know, Billy, I think Billy D's yeah. pushing 80. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, don't... He did a better job um, doing Lando than um, the other guy did doing um, Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, wow, more. Uh, we have uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Animated follow-up to uh, the animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars. It probably is um, 83. 83, there you go. Yeah. So it's over 80, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you know about The Bad Batch since you watched um, Clone um, Wars? The Bad Batch is based off of a group of clones from the final season of Clone Wars that just came out on Netflix. Um, Sweet. And they're all kind of different, and and they're they're the they're the tough guys. They're the the anti-heroes. Oh, they vary genetically. From yeah. They're brothers. Yeah. Okay, so all the clones are genetically identical. So these these characters these are altered slightly. Yeah. So they got a little slightly. bit more individualism to them. Which ah, looks, okay. make them interesting. We yeah, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people that are fans of the an, of the animated series want another yeah. animated series, so you're gonna get it. Um, is it a movie or a? a this is gonna be a series. Oh, it's a series. Okay. series. Yeah. Cool. 
And also an animation, Star Wars Visions. Um, this is a Japanese anime. Oh, cool. Um, creators. So You know, I wonder if, like, if you go on YouTube right now mm-hmm. and type in Star Wars anime, you're going to find, like, these three or four, like, five or six minute videos that were Japanese anime Star Wars, and they, and they follow each major character, and they do, like, a quick synopsis of their story through the trilogies and shit. Yeah. And it's actually really fucking good. So I'd like check them out because they're cool. But awesome. I, that, that'd be awesome if they're making that into like a whole series. That'd be cool. Also, a droid story and another animated series, um, which sets R two D two and C three P O on a new adventure. Oh, poor those poor droids. Yeah, that would have been cool as a live action one. Yeah, that'd have been a cool series. They can, they can. Get, I mean, Anthony Daniels is still around. They could. I mean. Um, but, um, and last but not least, this is a timeline that is not really explored is everything before the prequels. So that is considered the high Republic. The old era. Republic. Yeah. 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 High Republic or old Republic. So, old Republic. oh, so it's, has it been renamed the high Republic? The, the new show might be called high Republic. Is that what it's called? Yes. So I'm alluding to the acolyte. It's the high old Republic. Yes. Yeah. So this is the uh, female-centric Star Wars series, which mm. is billed as a mystery thriller set in the final days of the High Republic era. As opposed to the um, the new trilogy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this, <laughs> this takes place 200 years before the events of Phantom Menace. Mm. So okay. maybe, the, maybe the Old Republic was what? maybe 50 years or whatever uh, and, and I mean, the high republic was like even more so it's like possible so one thing about technology it, if you notice how things went from more aerodynamic in the prequels how the ships got curvier and more aerodynamic looking to more boxy yeah and yeah. that's, really, that's like that the, always bugged me that's like the opposite of uh how how um how aerodynamics evolved it's a right. it's like it's evolving backwards you know on earth on earth maybe yeah yeah at least earlier so maybe that's how Other it galaxies, is galaxies the boxy is more aerodynamic yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's from a galaxy far far yeah. away all right let's cue in the mandalorian theme song all right well, that's, that's a lot of series from star wars i mean it can, it's gonna be a lot of crap i think i mean it's gonna be some great stuff but there's no way all those series are going to hit and be as good as um, or anywhere close to Mandalorian. And you know what? Think. The thing about this is that Mandalorian, we're only getting it October through December. There's going to be, based on how many Star Wars series they've announced, probably going to have a year series round. every month year-round. Yeah. That's so cool. The thing is, it's it's about people. time Disney Plus got some fucking content. Yeah, the problem yeah. is like you people who are Star Wars fans to to run these projects. You know, if you're gonna have just bring in somebody because they're great on Marvel or another another series, like it's not gonna work. I mean, that's why um, Mandalorian is um, so great because you have Star Wars fans doing it. You know, as opposed to Ryan Johnson, who was never um, really a Star Wars fan. Good point. So let's go into Mandalorian. Director, you know, but you don't. Not every great director understands the Star Wars universe. Yep. All right, let's Man. let's let's segue into Mandalorian episode right. seven talk, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what an episode! Got Tachi, you finally watched it. Please tell me you did. Oh yeah, all right, definitely. Okay, thank Yay. God. Because last time I talked to you, you didn't watch it. Yet. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right, there we go. <laughs> all right, so we we saw so much going on this episode. 
First of all, kudos to Bill Burr, a comedian known for comedic <laughs> acting in a Star Wars franchise. He fucking I mean, killed it. I, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just Bill Burr. First of all, so uh, so they decide to 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 retrieve Bill Burr's character of um, what's it, uh, Mayfield mm-hmm. out of the scrapyard yes. prison where he. <laughs> The only uh, Irish character in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Mayfield, that's right. Got him Broke out of that scrap yard. To uh, take him on a mission to uh, to an Imperial um, base, I guess, um, yep. uh, that's, uh, that has a, a means of uh, getting the coordinates from off Gideon. So yeah. this is kind of... So we're introduced to ATMs here <laughs> in, this, <laughs> in this episode, which I think is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think Bill Burr actually just threw out some ad lib, you know, I just, you kind of think so see, too. You can see like the, uh, com- the, the comedy come out in yeah. his, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really funny, you know, but it was good comedy. It wasn't like the comedy from last Jedi. Like the, can you hear me yeah. now type of earth humor? I mean, this is right. stuff that, his humor could still work on another planet, another it's, galaxy. There yeah. you go. I mean, let's yeah. start with like he sees uh, Boba Fett and he's relieved. Oh, okay, I thought you were somebody else. Yeah. And then Mando <laughs> comes out, so he gets a little awkward. But they want Mayfield because he's got Imperial clearances. Mm-hmm. He's a former mm-hmm. former um, stormtrooper. Was he a former Imperial officer? One of the two. Um. And uh, I think because he had, you know, the, some feeling for the little green guy, as he called him, Grogu, because um, initially said no. But then when Mando said, well, you know, um, Baby Yoda, Grogu's in trouble, then he was like, OK, yeah, it kind of like changes, dude, you know, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> so Car- this was the first episode without um, Baby Yoda, right? It was. Yeah. 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 That's one that I remember. That's right. So Cara Dune joins. Ming-Na Wen's character joins up. Anyone know her character name? I can't remember. Um, yeah, they go on this um, very cool um, adventure to this uh, planet to try to retrieve um, the coordinates mm-hmm. for Moff Gideon. Um, and uh, they do a classic kind of Star Wars thing where uh, they attack stormtroopers and they put on the stormtroopers' costume. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Bill Burr makes a, a, a joke that, uh, oh man, these costumes smell, man. Yeah, I was think, so glad he said that. I was so right. glad he said that. I, was, I always wondered. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of sweat going on. Uh, yeah. yes. Mando probably smells like a foot. Let's be real. Yeah, right. <laughs> At right. this point, yeah. How often does he shower and do all that? I, don't see any, I didn't see any showers in the Razor Crest. That's all that's I'm saying. The thing. How, that's the thing. So, <laughs> shower with that helmet on, too. Probably no, does. no, I, because no one's around. He can yeah. take the helmet off for as long as he wants if nobody's around. But obviously, this is getting like one of those gym class showers, and then like he's got to wear the helmet. <laughs> well, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get to the helmet thing because there's a reveal there. Um, so they um they attack them, and then they go and uh, they really cool looking tank. I mean, the tank was so cool. Yeah. It, that so that tank. sequence had a very uh Mad Max vibe to it. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we're getting into the pirates, right? Oh, that's where you're going. Okay, cool. Okay, so that, okay, so yeah, but the Mad Max with a tank. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they get uh, attacked by these like slew of pirates, and they're just badass, man. But I mean, Mando does a good job taking them out. He tosses them out. He spears them. I mean, he throws them off the tank. I mean, he has no problem 
handling them. <clears throat> and then, um, you know, they're, they're trying to detonate, I guess, the... Um, what is that um, substance that they're carrying in the tank? The uh, coaxium. Yes, yes. So they're trying to. Uh, That's their yeah. jet fuel. Yes, trying to, to destroy that uh, jet fuel by detonating it, and uh, Mando takes that detonator and throws it back at them, and uh, pretty much takes them all out. And I think the remaining pirates uh, get attacked by the stormtroopers at the other end of the base. On the mm-hmm. panel of Morak is where they are. Yeah. Um, so they get in and they go to this ATM. So this is where I'm a little confused. Um, Bill Burr says, I don't want to go in there because he recognizes one of the officers as somebody he served under. Mm-hmm. Mando says, okay, I'll go in. Bill Burr tells him, well, they scan your face. This is what I don't understand. Maybe one of you guys have a better grasp than I do. How did Ma- <laughs> So we saw the reveal. He yep. takes off his helmet. Scans his face. How the hell did that work? How did it work? How did he get the coordinates based on scanning Mando's face? It makes no sense for me unless there's a backstory that Mando used to be part of the Empire, but they haven't revealed that yet. That could be an interesting twist. Um, what do you part think? Of it, part of my theory is that that's that face scan is only to check to see if you are a criminal, maybe. Okay. Okay. Which I agree. To see if you're on their registry, because remember Mayfield was also on their, or one of them when they were oh. trying to pick who's going to go down with Mayfield. Um, they, they were couldn't all because recognizable. Yeah, like Migna yeah. Wynn's character was she couldn't go because she was a wanted criminal. Right. So Boba that, Fett says, yes, you, caught, you guys probably know me too. Yeah. That's a very good point. But that's, my, that's, that mean that's my theory. Any alien in the galaxy, human, alien, otherwise, can go in there and scan their face if they have no criminal record? You know, I mean, think of it like this. So yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the Marine Corps a little bit here. So I was, when I was Marine One Security. Oorah. Oorah. Uh, once you get past a certain security point, there's not a whole lot of security after that because you've already crossed many steps of or many levels of security to get to that secure area. Okay. So for me, it would make sense that after they arrived and were vetted by the officers and all that stuff and they got into the lounge that there probably isn't going to – it's a lot of security. Like, I mean, basically <clears throat> what he did was he went to a, a computer to, to get coordinates, you know? So I could guess that that's okay. maybe kind of how that works. I would hope that's the way, because if Mando has a, a past in an in, imperial past, in that'd be imperial past that w- I don't know that I don't know if it'll carry over or connect very well. Um, and we had Valen Hess, who was played by actor Richard Brake of Batman Begins. He was also for one season of Game of Thrones, the, um, the Night King. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> He was the commanding officer, and he <laughs> – I, I was a little nervous for Mandu. He had those coordinates, <laughs> and he was like – you know, he was like, who are you? What is your TK number? Um, making him really, like, just really stumble. So I don't think he's mm-hmm. an Imperial based on his stumbling. Yeah, it was so. very <laughs> nerve-wracking. Okay, yeah. so maybe you're, maybe you're right on that assumption that it's just – as long as you don't have a criminal record, it gives you, gives you yeah. the information. Yeah. Luckily, uh, Mayfield saves the day. He comes in and says, oh, no, this is TK, you know, this number. Uh, what's your name, officer? What's your name? And 
man, I couldn't think of a name. And then, uh, wow, uh, Mayfield comes out the very clever brown eyes. Um, yes. <laughs> and then, and then Val and asks, okay, let's get a drink. So they all get a drink together, and uh, uh, they're talking about Operation Cinder. Um, and uh, that was a very, um, very crazy event where thousands of Imperial stormtroopers um, supposedly died that day. And then Valen says they're heroes of the Empire because th- the sacrifice was for the greater good. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's, that's that was a great way to piss scene. off a veteran. <laughs> yes. That was an intense scene. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that it was kind of almost like a inglorious bastards type of scene. Yes. Yes, that's a yeah. good analogy. I agree. That's very good. Yeah. I like I that. thought it was a very powerful scene. With the, with the three cool. drinks. Yes. Yep. And you're like yes. on edge. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my yep. God. <laughs> like, like, you know what was going to happen. Yes. It's just, yep, I agree. Yep. The build up to that. Yeah. yeah, very cool. And and once again, Bill Burr killed it in that scene. Literally, yes. he shoots Valen uh, <laughs> with with his laser rifle. I was uh, kind of hoping Bill Burr would just be like, "Ah, eh, fuck it," and then shot him. But he didn't get to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I think they still have to stick to certain rules. In, in yeah. The plus. There's no f bombing on any um, film or TV show on Disney Plus. If you notice, um, like uh, for instance. Deadpool would never be on Disney Plus, you know. So, I think I'd love to see an F bomb, but it's I guess it won't happen. Yeah, they need like a Disney Plus Plus. <laughs> yeah. Like all like adult oriented F bombs. Yes, that's a good. I love that idea. You know, like yeah. nudity and like yes, like blowjobs and stuff. And blow jobs. oh no, <laughs> blowjobs. Blow you got you guys are all on my side for a second there. Like yes, yes, definitely yes, oh, yes, yes. Like blowjobs. Yeah. <laughs> I got I to protect my virgin ears, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're very big, oh, big Yoda ears. ears. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily they escaped, guys. Uh, Mayfield, Bando, um, the coordinates, they all get on the Slave One. Um, that's Boba Fett's ship. Um, Cara Dune and Fennec, that's the character of... Fennec, uh, that's right, yeah. yeah, the character yeah. of uh, Ming-Nguyen. They escape... You know damn well this, this show is great when nobody is like bitching about the name of the slave one. You know what I mean? Like you know, like if this if this was any other Star Wars series, it'd be like, you gotta change the name. I, I can't handle that. Like <laughs> you know, this show is great. Well, I mean, they have the slave really bitch about any slave slave costume. Yeah. And I think you made a joke on a previous show that's the only slavery that you endorse is Prince Slayer's slave costume, right? Yeah, it's only <laughs> yes. one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm very you fair. and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse it too. I, Anna B, have you ever worn the Leia? Or is that a little too risque? Uh, that's a little bit out of my comfort zone, to uh, be honest. Uh, <laughs> my sister fair. says I can pull it off, but yeah, I just. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd pull it off. <laughs> you, you, you thought you would pull it off. Oh, no, I thought you made her costume. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about a sheet of oh, my God. <laughs> I That's just too got much. it. That's too much. Slave Leia. Um, what else <laughs> ranks up virgin there? There's Virgin uh, River ears. Yes. <laughs> virgin River. That's a good tie-in joke. Well, right? actually, uh-huh. another note. Whenever um, Mando took off his uh, helmet, I just felt like I had to look away. Like I was seeing some nudity. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I shouldn't be seeing this. Yeah, I- you thought I'm better. Yeah. Slave Leia always gets me. Um, Cammy from Street Fighter is a very sexy costume that not many girls can get away with. 
Um, Eon Flux. Um, oh, Lilu from First. Um, Fifth Element. Thank you, God. Fifth Element. These are some of the ones that are just popping on my mind for like very, very sexy. You should like, watch a lot of the there. out there. This Pac-Man. <laughs> this Pac-Man's a sexy one for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are just a few. Psylocke. That's yeah. probably the sexiest costume in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, and, a, and a 2021. Slave Leia. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy smokes. Oh, BTB. Oh my god, just on this show. Yeah, tune in, tune in, guys. (laughs) It's coming up, guys. It's coming up. Um, but yes, guys, so overall a great episode of The Mandalorian. We only have one more episode left um for season two that's airing this Friday. Um we don't know if it killed it the whole entire season. Like every episode I thought has been great. Dude. Was one boring, not one bad episode. So like, good. I kind of felt like the last three were my favorite. The last three episodes. It's been building like, up, yeah. And yes. for them to do an episode that, that great and not even rely on Baby Yoda, I thought was really shows the shows that strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Anna, but I'm also going to add episode one of um of the season with the Crate Dragon. I thought it was fantastic. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I think that. And the last three, I, I agree with you. The, yeah. The, uh, two, three, and four, um, you know, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're still enjoyable. Yeah. But it's when we get to four, five, and uh, sorry, uh, five, six, and seven, they're like, wow, just mind blown. Five, six, and seven. That's the Ahsoka episode. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the Return of Boba Fett, you know, mm-hmm. episode. And then it's uh, Bill Burr's episode. <laughs> I'll call it Bill Burr's episode. And what about Bill Burr with that sharpshooting? Uh, 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 from from the slave one, and then it completely makes the that that uh, case explode, right? That the tank oh, and all the contents oh, yeah. of the. Whew. He definitely redeemed himself. I feel like. Yes, character. he certainly did. Like, he certainly did. I like him now. <laughs> yeah. So so he and most uh, most importantly, he was um, most importantly uh, they let him go. They let Mayfield yeah. go. They're yeah. gonna. They're gonna enter in the database that he died on some planet or whatever. Well, he died at um, the base. He died at the base. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. It's like, how do you care more about his character than you do like most of the characters from the new trilogy? It really just True. shows them, like he wasn't True. in there that long either. But like they were just really True. doing great with character um, development in this whole series. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Baby Yoda. I mean, compare him to BB-8. I mean, BB-8 was cool and all, but. I mean, this is a whole nother level. Whole nother level. Yeah. All right. And the last big Disney news is the Indiana Jones movie. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh. Can we let Harrison Ford just relax finally? Yes. This will be the <laughs> fifth and final Indiana Jones movie that Disney has confirmed 41 years after the first installment. Can you believe 41 years? Um, Jesus. So the, 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 the film from a few years ago is canon, though, so this is the fifth film. That's a shame. Um, even, yeah, even though it was not very well received. <laughs> that was a <laughs> big disappointment. That's why I'm happy they're doing this, just so they can try to redeem themselves from the last movie. And, like, where you just had, like, who was it, Mutt Lang, just, like, swinging on the vines, like, you know, um, with the monkeys. And, you know, and it's it was just horrible from start to finish. <laughs> it's sad. 
And you know, hey, you know, this is a good way to wrap up the series. And Harrison Ford looked like he was a hundred in that last movie. He was all hunched over and stuff. I mean, he looked better in the um, in Force Star Awakens. Wars movie, in the recent yeah, movie he did like in the last Indiana Jones. I don't know if he was injured or what at that point, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I remember um, Harrison Ford did say that he does not want anyone to play Indy. So that's this might kind of tie into why they're doing this fifth movie. If they're not going to touch this franchise after this fifth movie, you know. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank God he said that, you know, and yeah. I, I see Disney all sweating, like, like, how can we, like, get money from this after Harrison yep. Ford's done? And they're thinking, like, I'm sure they're going to have some new stupid character that's going to, like, be another um, Indiana Jones type of character. But luckily, it won't be Indiana Jones. I mean, right. you know, call it a different name, have a different um, explorer, you know, because they're going to do it anyways. Yeah, I think Jones is Harrison Ford. They're respecting his wishes, you know. I think that's kind of cool. All right, we got some time here. So, some other movie news. So, the the top two movies are still the same because there's no new releases. (laughs) The Croods, number one. (laughs) Half Brothers, number two. But the third film is an old movie. So, I I wouldn't. I never thought in my lifetime that we would see old movies in the top of the box office, like old movies. How old are we talking? Elf. From 2003. Jesus. Will Ferrell's Christmas comedy is the number three movie. Can you believe that, guys? <laughs> That's just crazy. Freaky at number four and War with Grandpa at number five. So um, that's the box office. So yeah, actually, I actually watched Elf last night. Um, you did, but you wanna, didn't go to the theater, did you? I didn't go to the theater. Okay, I yeah. At home. yeah I would have I went to the theater if I was playing around here. But um, if you're into Elf, watch this um, special on Netflix called the, um, the Holiday Movies That Made Us. And they have a whole episode about Elf and go behind the scenes and like the whole making of, which was um, pretty difficult for them to make. And like the studio originally wanted Chris Farley to play the Elf, which would have been a totally different movie. It would have been a totally different movie, but it would have been fucking hysterical. And then like, because it was hard for them to get um, Will Ferrell at the time, wasn't that big of a star. He was on Saturday Night Live. He did A Night at the Roxbury's, but he never like really like carried a whole film, you know, as the main star. So they were the studios were kind of like on the fence about them, um, and um, not not a great behind the scenes in that. Cool. Um, so one movie that I predict will be on that list by uh, by the twenty fifth will be Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four because that will get a three theatrical run. In addition, dropping simultaneously on HBO Max. So we talked a lot about this last week about HBO Max and all the Warner Brothers movies all dropping on HBO Max, which pissed off a few people, mostly investors and the directors that feel that they're not going to get their, you know, they're not going to get the same kind of money that they were getting on the other films, you know, um, that traditionally stayed in the theater before, you know, went to on demand. But um, I'm really stoked. Um, I, I do want to see Wonder Woman in the theaters. Uh, Anna, B, are you going to check out Wonder Woman in theater? Or are you going to watch it on HBO Max? I'm going to be safe. So. You're going to be safe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I have a feeling that the, the, you nowadays theater turnout is, it, because I've been a few times, there hasn't been that many people, so I had no reason. But with Wonder Woman, there might be a lot more people that want to go. Yeah, I mean, I definitely film. want to see it on on big screen, but yeah, yeah we we. I'm do even have... consider, considering like getting like a projector to kind of like project it on the big, you know, yeah. big wall. Because you, <laughs> you have cosplayed as Wonder Woman before, and that that yes. was a very 
amazing uh your amazing take on that was really good but um reviews have been mostly positive um so apparently it's um earned 89 percent from rotten tomatoes wow critics, that's really for, high for critics audiences that's obviously really good. yeah good. Uh, uh, yeah audience not out yet this is on 71 critic reviews which is great um and this is kind of um an interesting um quote on it that movies don't solve global health crisis like the pandemic, nope. but they can distract and inspire us. They can bring us together when we're apart and heal the divisions that define our times. I suppose Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman 1984 can achieve some of those things, but mostly it reminds us how badly we could have a superhero right now. Yeah. A fantasy turn back time, fix the situation, savior. But and in that sense, it's a at at once a fizzy pop art distraction and a major downer okay mm. i'm not sure what that last part was about the major downer um but uh again critics they they go so meta with their reviews and they like to throw out like last week i think we talked about like a fetish somebody compared it to like a fetishism with yeah yeah downer. like it's they come up with some crazy stuff um they try to sound smart they try and they try to sound smart exactly. well like reviewing like a wonder woman movie <laughs> mm-hmm Patty Jenkins did say, guys, that um, there should be a post credit scene. So, yes. Good, um, nice. We like that. See, uh, likes to do, is following Marvel's, you know, <laughs> tradition of um, a post credit scene. So, you know, stay after the credits or watch from your couch after the credits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's really exciting. All right. Upcoming movies. Um Without blockbusters, we do have a few movies coming out. Um, Robin Wright's um, directorial debut, Land. It's a drama that set her... So she actually directs and stars. Uh, Her character goes off the grid and retreats into the wilderness after suffering an unfathomable loss. Um, Apparently, Land uh, is also going to be uh, at Sundance. So it's going to have a Sundance release, and it's also going to have a theatrical release. Also, Nomadland, um, starring um, amazing actress Frances McDormand, who was in um, the billboards of Missouri. Uh, that long title, whatever she was in that. Um, supposedly, that has Oscar t- contention as well. And um, news on Black Adam. Um, Dwayne Johnson finally going to be a superhero. It, it just took him a while. I was like... Like, it took a, it took a yeah, minute. <laughs> it took a while for, for, for Dwayne The Rock. Wait, Johnson. he wasn't in um, Fast and Furious? <laughs> I mean, that's arguably a superhero, yes. I mean, arguably yeah, all of them are superheroes, yes. Yeah. But um, a new cast member has been added. Uh, Quintessa Swindle will play Cyclone. If uh, Mike the General Zod was here, he'd know exactly who Cyclone is. Uh, oh, he'd go crazy, whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Yep. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Aldous Hodge is Hawkman, Noah Centineo is Adam Smasher, Sarah Shahi um, as a university uh, professor um, at the fictional nation of Kondok. All right. Boy. Crazy, right? A lot of things I have no idea what they mean. I know, right? I wish I watched more DC. (laughs) Uh, Chris Pine, as you know, is in Wonder Woman 1984, but he has been tapped to star in Dungeons & Dragons. Um, this is a film adaptation of the popular fantasy role-playing game. Nick, you excited about this one? You know, I didn't play a whole lot of D&D growing up, but, uh, you know, it could be good. 
I'll, I'll still check it out. Yeah. I like I like Chris Pine. He does he does good stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. Jonathan uh, Goldstein and John Francis Daly, known for Game Night, um, starring Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, are directing. Okay. So we'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's amazing. I think all those nerds you made fun of in like in school now like run Hollywood. They yep. run. I mean, oh, they made Dungeons and Dragons. Every single comic book you could ever imagine is getting their own film or series. Like, you know, Star Wars that people made fun of about back in the day. Like, 18 different series. I mean, it's incredible. Dave, Dave Filoni is, is like, yeah, he's the prime example. And what the hell are all those um, jocks doing? Uh, yeah. What's the movie you saw? They're well. They're they're not <laughs> directing and producing all. They're usually the leading male, the leading male actor. Sometimes I don't. Maybe that's where some of the jocks went. I don't know. But um, <laughs> um, some aren't. So whatever, right? You know. Hmm. Um, let's see. So um, if you're a fan of Jurassic Park, and the works of Michael Crichton, Michael apparently Crichton. Michael Crichton. Yes, they signed a deal with um, Range Media Partners to develop. TV series and film adaptations of some of his unpublished manuscripts. So, um, yeah, sadly it passed away, but they will. So he's written a lot, and uh, you know he's known for some really great other work, um, including the Andromeda Strain, Westworld. If you didn't know, he wrote Westworld. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, Congo is another one, but there's a lot of unreleased manuscripts that. Now they can develop, you know. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, another uh, Michael Bay film called Ambulance, I think we talked about it before, with Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, has just added a new cast member, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Yes, he was Black Manta. In oh, cool. Aquaman. Yeah, he was uh, also in Watchmen, the limited series on HBO. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that is a conflict right there. Black Manta and Watchmen are both DC, and he's the same actor. They're, they're not the same universe. I know, but it just it it doesn't sit well with me because it's <laughs> it's still DC. What if they want to do Superman? What if they want Henry Cavill in an upcoming you know to tie into it? Or I don't know. It's just he's already Black Manta. I don't yeah. know. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just. I just want things to make sense, you know, for me. I don't know. That's, that's all you want. Thank you. You're yeah. asking for too much. I'm not asking for that yeah, much. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable. A <laughs> um, couple more movie things. Um, Benicia Del Toro uh, joined a feature film called Reptile, and it's not like a fantasy or, you know, or any movie like uh, that you would think, but it's... It's, he's a detective, a uh, New England detective, unflinching in his pursuit of a case where nothing is as it seems. So don't, re- don't read into the title of Reptile. You might think it's something from the Marvel Universe or something, that character. But um, There's a murder mystery called The Maid with Florence Pugh, um, who is uh, Yelena Belova in The Black Widow. Um, that's coming out. Let's check that out. Mm-hmm. Adrian Brody and Saoirse Ronan are going to be um, starring in an untitled murder mystery feature. Adrian um, Brody, that guy. Yes. Been a while. Yeah, right. It's good to see him working, right? Yeah. They're going to do a biopic of Whitney Houston called "I Want to Dance with Somebody." 
Naomi Aki, who was in uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. She played uh, rumored to be the daughter of uh, Lando, but they didn't confirm it, right? That, that's not canon yet, right? No, it's not canon. Okay. Okay, but it was rumored that she was the daughter of Lando, but they didn't say anything. But, uh, I, yeah, Naomi Aki is going to be playing Whitney Houston. So, Ooh. interesting right. casting there. She's British, but you know those Brits. They could put on that American accent like it's no big deal, man. Stealing all of her damn yeah. jobs. Yeah. That's and all they two, do. Yeah. And two more movie news before we wrap up movie stuff. Seth MacFarlane's reviving Revenge of the Nerds, the 1980s oh. comedy, which didn't age well because of the rape rape by deception the guy wore a darth vader mask to hook up with a cheerleader because she thought that the darth vader was her boyfriend uh, which it wasn't so that was a very frowned upon now i think that might be frowned upon i think that might be frowned upon but (laughs) i think seth MacFarlane's brilliant with comedy and if you're producing it um because they did try to reboot it before and just didn't didn't go over well, you know? Yeah. So I'll be curious to see. Yeah. It's gonna be a hard that's gonna be a hard movie to reboot. I don't know. Yeah, you know, but yeah. if anybody could do it, I could see Seth Seth McFarlane fucking that up and <laughs> I mean yeah. fucking that up in a good way. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the first I've heard fucking it up in a good way, but we'll see. <laughs> And then another reboot is called He's All That, which is um, a reboot of She's All That. Rachel Lee Cook will be returning. Um, uh, so she played the lovable geek that turned chic Lainey Boggs opposite for Freddie Prinze in the 99 film. Mm-hmm. And uh, she joins that cast. Um, yeah, she was ugly because she had like glasses and like a ponytail, right? I mean, you yep. can tell she's still gorgeous. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But did you know that the uh, geek turned stud, just doing he's all that, is the actor from Cobra Kai, Tanner Buchanan. Tanner Buchanan will oh, be playing. Really? Yep, he'll be he'll be the um, he'll be the geek that turns into the prom king, the least popular boy. So I'm trying to remember Check which one's Tanner Buchanan. He's oh, Johnny's he, son. Johnny's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I got you. And uh, exciting. So, wow. So we have a lot more to talk about here on BTB. We're our special guest, Grayson Gurney, coming up. So let's go ahead and take a classic Christmas cut break. Ho, ho, ho. It is time for Chachi's Classic Christmas Cuts. Put these chestnuts in your mouth. Chachi. Chachi. That's right. It's Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's Christmas cut. But <laughs> every week during this month, I go into the archives and handpick a classic Christmas song. And this week is no no different. Here's a song. I don't know if you would know the singer of the song. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll like um, test your trivia here. It's All I Want for Christmas is You. Do you know who sings it? Oh, it's Mariah Carey. <laughs> Think so Mar- Mariah Carey is is the writer of that song, yeah, isn't she? Well, this is actually not Mariah Carey. This is actually a group called Vince Vance and the Valiants. Oh, okay. This is a song that came out in 1989. Oh, and it's okay. 
just happens to share the same name, none of the same lyrics. Oh, so it has nothing to do with this song. No, but I, I do like the song, and it's a classic song. Only one Christmas is you, but nothing like Mariah Carey's. No, no, none of the same lyrics. It just happens to share the same name, and it's more of like a it's more of like a country song, which I don't um, usually pick on this um, show, but it um, for me it's more Christmas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so listen to it, see if you like it. Um, let me know next week. <laughs> this is Vince Vance and the Valiant, which was their only um, hit song they had. So okay. a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I might have to, might need you to forward that to me because that's very obscure. But yes, oh, you'll find it. You'll find it. It's, pretty, it's pretty prevalent. All right. Okay. We'll be back after the Christmas cut, guys. Lots more to come on BTV. Cool. All right. See you. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. Yes, that was a classic cut, Chachi. I uh, did not know there was another Christmas song called All I Want for Christmas. Yeah, it's news to me. The original. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Not saying I didn't like that one better than Mariah, but. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> well. Um, all right, so let's uh, drop a couple things before our special celebrity guest calls in because our guest is from a Netflix uh, show, a hit show on Netflix. Yes. Let's talk about some Netflix news. Stranger Things will not have a new episode, but new content this week. You'll be excited. They recorded a, sessions, a session of Dungeons & Dragons, which will actually be available on the Netflix YouTube uh, page, their channel. Available Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, if you want to check it out. So what um, do you mean a session? So basically, um, it will be the cast of Stranger Things um, shot a socially distanced Christmas-themed Dungeons & Dragons game nice. called Lost Odyssey Toy Time for Ten Towns. What was that? Um, a, a Christmas-themed D&D game. What was Dungeons it called? Um, Lost Odyssey Toy t- Time for... 
It's a tongue twister, isn't it? Toy yeah. time for ten pounds. Jesus, that is a tongue twister. Now I heard it the first time. Oh, you did. You just yeah. wanted to say it because. Yes. <sighs> You're such a jerk. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so that sounds pretty cool for Stranger Things fans. Um, the beautiful Anna de Armas from Knives Out. Um, it's set to star with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Uh, in the Netflix big budget spy movie called The Gray Man. Yeah. Uh, so the Russo brothers are directing this. So interesting that they're directing um, a, an Avenger in Chris Evans, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and surprise, Ryan Gosling has never played a superhero yet. So maybe after doing this, he can be, he can be convinced to be in the Marvel Universe. So. Um, but, you know, the Gray Man uh, follows Gosling's character, a legend in the covert realm who is an expert at completing any lethal task and then disappearing. Oh, boy. Yeah. So pretty cool. Worth checking out. Um, Naomi Scott, who played uh, Jasmine in the, uh, the beautiful Naomi Scott in uh, Jasmine in uh, the live action Aladdin, mm. has joined the cast of Big Little Lies. I'm sorry. Has joined the cast of Big Little Lies creator David E. Kelly's Anatomy of a Scandal. Good save. Good save. <laughs> this is an adaption of Netflix, which also stars Sienna Miller, Michelle Dockery, and Rupert Friend. Um, Netflix has added seven new series to its original content slate out of the UK, um, working with Mr. Bean star Rowan Atkinson. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Along. With Sam Mendes and Andy Serkis, Gollum from Game of Thrones himself, oh, yeah. um, will uh, oh, yeah. will be uh, a part of that UK content slate. So that's pretty cool. He's cool. only sixty-five, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean's only sixty-five, and he's worth like he's like, been around forever. He's worth like five hundred million dollars too. Is he really? Holy smokes. Oh, that guy is I don't know exactly I think I'm exaggerating a little bit, but how though? Was Mr. Bean wasn't from Mr. Bean? That's crazy. His net worth 150 million. Okay, I was off by a bit, but he's still worth a lot. That's a lot, dude. Oh yeah, for Mr. Fucking Bean? Yes, it is. Jeez. Wait, wait, is that in pounds? No, that's in dollars. Oh. <laughs> and Bridgerton, the trailer for Bridgerton. This is a Shonda Rhimes. Um series uh, she's the creator of um what's that show gray's anatomy gray's anatomy yeah. yes um this is her first how's that show still on the TV on the series on Netflix. it's been i think for like 17 years now i feel like it's 17 seasons do you yeah, watch that anatomy yes oh uh, my god you still watch it i love gray's anatomy yeah. oh my god <laughs> you know ashley buck our canadian friend uh publicist extraordinaire she loves that show too um, but it's insane that pe- that there's still a big audience. How many how many ways can people die in a hospital? Right. <laughs> still be on. Right. So I think we're ready to bring on our special guest of the we evening, do. guy, uh, actor extraordinaire <sighs> Grayson Guernsey, star of Virgin River, which just Woo! dropped season two <laughs> on Netflix. Grayson, good to have you on Below the Belt show. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to be on. I'm I'm super excited. Holy crap! We're excited to have you on, man. I mean, you're on a hit show on Netflix, and congratulations. First of all, you were promoted. Now a hit show on Blow the Belt show. Oh yeah, Yeah. now you're on Blow the Belt. See that? 
yeah. <laughs> but congratulations, you were actually promoted to series regular for season two. Yeah, how, yeah. How, does, how did that feel when you first got you know the news that that your recurring character will now be a series regular? Um, I was very shocked. I I didn't think. I knew that the character was important in the books. I just didn't think that they were gonna they were gonna go that far. They were gonna make him a series regular, like the character. I, and I, I was like, "Oh, thank you guys so much. This is awesome." And I was I was very calm through the whole experience where they were telling me. And then it took me like, I think straight up an entire day to process <laughs> what what had happened. Cause I was like I was like, "Oh yeah." My girlfriend at the time was on the phone. She was she was uh she was listening to the speaker, uh of of um them telling me that I was a series regular. She's like, "Babe, oh my god, you're a series regular." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess I am." But it no. didn't it didn't come to me for like days. Honestly, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sure when you said girlfriend at the time, she's calling you again now that you're a series regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. Uh, don't want to brag. Probably trying to find out the next episodes. <laughs> <laughs> First of yeah. all, I love the concept of the show. You know, the uh, city girl moves into a small town. And uh, now you shoot in Vancouver, but yeah. the town is supposed to be located in Northern California, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nice, nice, nice. And you are a, a Vancouver native, correct? So that... This is not a big stretch for you. You're used to this kind of small town, uh, um, I guess, uh, type of, uh, you know, yeah. the scen- the, scenery. The yeah. scenery, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's funny when uh, when you're a local, it's kind of like comparing it to New York. You don't leave, you don't leave New York. You know, you don't you don't go to like New Jersey or something like that. So when <laughs> we're going out to all these like uh, out in the brush locations, I'm like, whoa. Wow, wow! We we have a beautiful we have a beautiful little province, don't we? I just keep yes. on forgetting because I never I never go outside of Vancouver. Wow! But yeah, it, it, it's a treat going out. Yeah, right, like what, the yeah. scenes the scenes in like season two, especially um, from comparing to season one, it's just amazing to see the backdrops and it's like they're all real. So I, yeah. I think they did a really great job on season two of that. Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's nice. pretty insane. So Anna B, uh, you you are a big fan of Virgin River. I actually started watching the show today. I got through the first three episodes of season one, and I, I okay. saw a very pivotal scene for your character in episode two, where you tell um, Jack that after high school you're joining the Marines, um, and uh, I guess we're going to get to see more of that in season two. But uh, I thought that was great. And one thing I, I'll have to say it hooked me every episode at the end ends with a little cliffhanger. I know. Right. Episode one. And then I was like, okay, I gotta watch episode <laughs> two. And now I'm on episode three. It's, I think that's the secret maybe to why it's a hit. It's because there's little, little cliffhangers that make you want to watch the next episode. Yeah, no, hundred percent true. Uh, every, every time you'd watch the episode that honestly, eventually, I don't know how they're going to keep, keep going like this. Cause the cliffhangers yeah. just keep on topping themselves. Right, like uh, the season one uh, cliffhanger spoilers is that one of the characters is like pregnant, and you're like, yes, uh, the most what the hell? Character. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, she's such a sweet lady, and she loves the <laughs> fact that her character's hated. She like actually loves it. It's it's her favorite. 
Yeah, I've seen her Instagram, and, and she's, yeah. she, she's really funny, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Her personality. She's well, hilarious. Well, I'm spoiled now, but I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good show. It is a really good yeah. show. So working closely with Alexander Breckenridge, I, I've loved her since American Horror Story and The Walking Dead. What was right, it like yeah. working with the beautiful and talented Alexander? Um, she's just too funny. Um, her and, and Martin who play, um, Jack on the show. Yeah. They, uh, they just have the funniest, uh, they're, they're like, they're excellent pals. Like they, they are total BFFs on set. They're like sharing funny videos with each other and they're like goofing around and laughing in between sets, like in, in between, uh, in between takes and setups. And, and they're just absolutely hilarious. I, love working with them because it's it's just it's going to be a laugh even when they have these really sad and depressing scenes they're still just they they find all the levity it's the it's the greatest thing wow and martin henderson who plays jack uh he's not american right he's from uh, new zealand right yeah yeah so is it interesting like hearing his like new zealand accent when he turns it when he turns it off to be the american character uh yeah no it's uh it's it's totally weird because uh i naturally decided not to do like any research on any of the people I was going to be working with. I knew that they were big. I just, I was like, Oh yeah, I'll just meet them. And I won't, I won't like research them. I won't stalk them on internet or on like, (laughs) on on, like ID or anything. (laughs) So then all of a sudden he was talking and I was like, you're not from America. (laughs) are you?" And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not. And I was like, no, let me guess. And I, I put him through the horrible process of, oh, New Zealander, Australian. <laughs> I'm like, mm, 50-50. Uh, I luckily guessed right. Thank God. It, yeah. if I had. Any great <laughs> stories working uh, with Martin? Any cool behind the scenes um, things, moments since you worked so closely with his character? Yeah. Um, my favorite was when uh, Martin and um, Tim Madison uh were we were working together it was like my last scene of the of the show or like of the of the season on season one and they were they were setting up some reasonably complicated blocking for the scene we were going we were setting forks down we were setting napkins down all while like saying this dialogue trying to keep the pace of the scene and they were teaching me all these kind of little things. They're like, yeah, no, um, when you switch around, you can take a second. And and they're just coaching me through the whole experience. Like this was the first um, like there was that uh, scene in episode two. And then there was this scene. Those were like my two big scenes of season one. Okay, and cool. uh, and they were coaching me through it and just being total, total champs about it and being super, uh, super super helpful about the fact that you know I'm, I'm a little green compared to them you know they're both been working since like before i was born so <laughs> right they're, they're pretty they're pretty nice about it <laughs> now uh, you mentioned those episodes season one what are the i guess ricky centric um episodes for season two for those that haven't watched all of season two yet oh um 
it's funny because it's hard to kind of pick it up. There's a little bit in every episode. Uh, cool. I feel like I, your character like actually develops in season two. Like we get to see yeah. more of your character. We get to see you interact with another female character yeah. and like seeing that kind of like love interest type of thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the whole season, but I know that that's where they're leading that to. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, no, he he changed a little bit every episode and it was it was a very big point with me and the directors that we um, showed how he would change. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was crazy. Like it felt like every episode was like something completely uncharted for not only me as the actor, but for for Ricky as the character, like moving from this sweet kid from season one and and maybe starting to become a bit of a jerk or maybe starting to make bad choices, you know? Yeah, which I think the other character was a little bit of a bad influence, to say the least. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that a lot. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Corrupter. You're like the good character. You're like the goody two-shoes and then like getting the influence of this Yeah, it's like like the devil on the shoulder analogy, right? There's some, yeah. It's always that one friend that wants to get you in trouble. Oh, I don't want to go out tonight. I got an early call time. No, we're going out drinking. Come you on, know? man. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Two, one, one, two drinks, Max. Right. You got home. You work at a three bar, in the morning. so of course yeah. we can get the liquor. That's only out. Yeah. Yes. So how did you channel your, channel your inner bartender slash bar back? Did you have to like kind of like study the bar maybe taste some of the alcohol <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um one thing i'll have to tell you is that i really had to every scene you're seeing me carrying something yeah. i'm like sweating on the inside because i drop stuff on set all the time <laughs> the, uh um it was the the first scene i ever had on the entire season uh-huh. um the first the first day i ever had it was like day two um, you know that scene where I, I come in and she's at the bar and I like I see her and I'm like, wow. Oh, oh what? Oh, sorry. My dad <laughs> is calling me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to find that. Uh, uh, you guys like disappeared for a second. Um, but um, I was I was, uh, you know, I see Mel and he's like all dumbfounded and stuff. And he comes out later with some with some uh, whiskey glasses. They weren't whiskey glasses originally. They were pints. Oh, uh, and all stacked uh in like a kind of precarious way oh wow Come out through the bar doors and just like drop all of them it was like the third oh, take God. or something like that uh <laughs> and they were trying to run the entire like six page scene which is it's pretty long uh and they're trying to run all of that in like one go i drop all the i drop all of the oh, glasses my God. Uh, oh, man. and there's only like three that survived out of like a dozen <laughs> and, and and they just continued the take but you heard, you could hear Martin because he was in the he was in the back of the bar, just like stepping and crunching over all of the glass. Oh, it was, uh, it, it was it was so funny. I was like, I was like dying of laughter, but it was like the you're so embarrassed you can't function sort of laughter, you know. So is yeah. that a result of the precariousness of the glasses, or maybe you're just a little bit of a klutz by nature? I am a klutz by nature, but I will say that one wasn't a hundred percent my fault. Okay. There was a one later on in the season where I dropped uh, a burger. I was working with I was working with Benjamin. Okay, two incidents. Though. Yeah, two, same same season. Uh, uh, I was working and uh, we were supposed to be doing this like little tray pass off. And I swore I thought I had it, and I was I, I acted like I had it. So Benjamin was like, he must have the tray and just let it go. <laughs> so so I was like, no. So I like tried to catch the tray missed missed it 
missed the plate and the burger, but I caught the little the little thing that like the little ranch sauce. So there's like I caught that one undestructible bit on the entire <laughs> like the only thing I didn't need to grab. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what they did with the burger messed up then? Uh, we were gonna, me and Benjamin were gonna continue the take, but they, they decided to call it because there was broken shards of glass all over the, all over the floor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we like some glass with a burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some glass with your burger, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good time. That was a funny one. <laughs> How was the audition process for uh, landing the Ricky role? Was there a, a stiff competition in the audition room or was it one of those self tapes that just wowed the producers and you got hired? Uh, this is a funny story. Um, I really, really, truly believe I messed up my audition so bad that uh, they weren't going to see me again. It wow. was it was truly horrible. My mom said I cried, apparently. Like, I called her on the phone. She said I oh. cried. I don't think oh. I cried. <laughs> she, we both have a tendency to exaggerate stories. Um, but, but I went in, and it was that, it was that uh, episode two scene. Uh, and I was like, I was dropping lines like all over the place. And I called my grandmother, my mom, and I was like, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> that is such an important distinction between yeah. grandmother and mom. Like they don't even sound the same. Uh, and and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know what? These casting directors, they know me. Uh, it's going to be fine. They're going to let me do another take just to like iron out the flaws. Uh, and then they're like, okay, cool. Thank you very much. And I was like. <laughs> okay uh thank you so much for your time i will uh i'll see you whenever you decide to forgive me for that <laughs> i didn't say that but like this is what i'm thinking i'm like leaving. yeah like like maybe they'll maybe they'll be like no come in and i'm like trying to leave slowly just to see if they'll change their mind but then i leave call my mom supposedly cry don't hear back from them from like two weeks and then they call and they're like hey uh do you want to be uh ricky and virgin river uh, wow. and, get on set and I was like, okay, one, uh, you're very lucky. I, I don't act like I, I didn't, uh, I didn't book anything cause they asked like a week and a half in advance. Right. Uh, and I was, I was like, Oh, thank God I was, uh, I was free. <laughs> yeah. You weren't on a different project and you had to, no, I, I wasn't on a yeah. different project. Luckily. Yeah. 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 Holy heck. That worked out in your favors. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, the stars were aligned right for you to land. That's amazing. And of course, they must have loved you so much that that your character is now a like we said before, a series regular. So I guess the books does. Uh, I don't know if you followed the books, but does does Ricky have more like arcs uh, in the books that you're going to explore in the TV show? Um, hard to say what they're going to explore in the TV show. Uh, he has a he has kind of like a continuous arc that is kind of similar to how it feels like they're showing him in the show he's not like taking up a huge spot in the books but he's always there his story is is happening at the same time that everyone else's um i'd say that uh they're probably not going to end up exploring um this because uh, the thing is i eventually my uh the girlfriend in the show lizzie gets pregnant and it's this whole thing she like has a miscarriage i don't know if they're gonna go with that uh, it's a, it was super cool. I, I didn't think that Robin Carr, the writer, was was gonna go that way. It, it truly shocked me. Um, and I was like, man, it'd be great to do this in the seat in like a, right. in like a season three. I'd love this. Um, don't know if they're gonna go that way. Probably not, cause I, um, 
Mel in the show had a miscarriage, so they're probably not going to double dip. But that hey, makes sense. if they do, if they do, I'd be perfectly happy because then I, I get the chance to to. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're talking a show that could run several seasons. Have they greenlit season three officially yet? No. No, okay. no. Okay. Yeah. But uh, potentially, <laughs> but we're hoping they do. We are, are hoping, hoping they do. Yes. Yeah. Potentially, there there's a lot of story left for you. Oh yeah. No, yes. I think I think there's a ton that could happen because I mean we still need to you know theoretically see him go to the Marines. We yes. we need to see like more character development if he's gonna become you know more rotten if he's gonna like um if he's gonna somehow you know rise up from being a bit of a jerk you know what are we gonna see there's a lot there's a lot that we can do for him we actually have a member of the marine corps on the panel mr nick big nick (laughs) so so i'm sure you uh if 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 you get to that storyline uh maybe nick you could offer supporters for someone i mean i got the marine corps and i was a total dick afterwards so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah 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 but i can Uh, see that the person that you are, Grayson, yeah, is not that, but you'll have to develop that. That show, that will show what a good actor you are if you can pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. like to think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not easy, not easy to do, but I, I'm, I'm up to the task. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's Very amazing. Cool. Well, let's talk about some of your other work here. I, I saw that you had an uh, episode of I Zombie, which was a great show. Your yeah. character name, um, uh, <laughs> Fighting Bigot. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that audition. Yes. That was a, that was such a funny audition. Oh my god. So uh, a little bit of controversy, I guess, when you when you have a bigot as a part of your character name, I would say. <laughs> yeah. talk, oh talk man, us, talk us through that, and for those that might have missed that episode and your character. Um, it would be really easy to miss. I was on for like thirty seconds, if I'm being yeah. like generous. Uh, but it was funny. We uh uh they were just literally taking self tapes for the role. They're like, this role is so small. We don't want to take the time to get these actors in the room. So let's just, let's just do self tapes of, uh, and then pick who we want. Okay. So I, uh, I was in, uh, this studio shoreline studios. It's a Vancouver thing. Yeah. Um, and we, I don't, Oh really? Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the, like all the CW shows shoot there, don't they? Oh, uh, no, no, that's, it's an acting studio. It's like where oh, I take... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought the, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. Uh, but I, I don't have a rolly chair with me right now, but to, to simulate this, uh, uh, this, um, bicycle riding, like I was sitting in a rolly chair and I like scooted my way into the frame and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I said something like rude, you know, racist, Offensive. something. I can't remember yeah. the line to be honest. And yeah. I like... Tried to like you might not want to fast like <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna get the role. I got the role. I was like very surprised. You, uh, yeah. you didn't think, you know, for Virgin River and this. Yeah. Like, uh, you weren't confident with your auditions and yeah. somehow. Literally every audition. Yeah. They think yeah literally yeah. every audition I write off, I seem to have a better shot for. So I write off all my auditions now, but maybe that's the way I should think when I audition is just say, fuck it. I didn't get it. And then, yeah. <laughs> and you, should, you should cry after it. Every, <laughs> yes, I should. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to, I'm just going to put myself in a little, I'm going to emotionally cripple myself for financial gain. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I get onto set. I, um, in all honesty, hadn't ridden a bike in like two or three years. Yeah. So, 
they get me on this bike. It's way too small. I get on the bike and I'm trying to deliver the line while I'm pedaling. And they're like, yeah, that's very nice. But um, could you deliver it more uh, at the end of the street? So I'm like, so you want me to riding a bike, turn around, say the lines, make eye contact and not fall over. I'll try. <laughs> Uh, and and it was very funny. I, I did a take and I was just like, I I could just feel the bike starting to give out as I was saying the line. I was just like, I'm not going to say the rest of the line. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) You know, I was, I'm like, I'm not going to fall over. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. You can't yell at a bigot term or whatever and then fall off your bike. You'll like a total asshole then. I know. Right. You know, a stunt paycheck for that though. If you fell. Oh yeah, that's true. Raking that insurance money. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I see this great film that I haven't seen, but it's uh, it came out last year, The Art of Dancing in the Rain. All-star cast, uh, Kevin Costner and, and Mila Ventimiglia, and uh, my gosh, Gary Cole's in it, Amanda um, yeah. Seyfried's in it. Tell us a little bit about this film and your character. Oh, um, this one is another small thing, but it was, yeah. oh my God, it was so much fun. Uh, working with the director Simon, he's so nice. He cool. was like one of the best things with working with these like big time directors is they don't forget about the little people in their films. Oh, sweet. You know, like he uh, he had the wherewithal to remember my name. I only had like two three days on set, uh, and uh, he like gave compliments. I was like, I didn't expect it. I was ready to totally like be in my own zone for the entire night shoot, uh, yeah. which lasted from uh what was it like 5 p.m to 5 a.m i've had a call uh, like yeah no it was it was it was a good time it was uh it, i i was leaving and 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 the sun was coming up uh and i was Ooh. like oh i'm gonna have a hard time doing what i need to do in the morning but yes. uh but yeah no it was it was amazing i did a little bit of my own like stunt ish driving uh nice. i had to like slam on brakes and stuff like that and uh and it, it was a lot of fun i got to work with uh milo ventimiglia who i have no joke had like the hugest man crush since i was like 11 years old and uh i was like i i really don't want to freak out in front of him i really don't want to be the guy who's like oh my god you're you're milo ventimiglia oh it's so nice to meet you because that'll be weird right you don't want to make it weird but i'm like it's hard not to get starstruck once in a blue moon right yeah and, and <laughs> he's and, an amazing actor too oh he's he's so good and it was it was so much fun and uh oh yeah that was that was a great time i almost passed out that day i i did it i was i was like i was like i really want to hours man yeah, no, it, I was... 5 p.m. Uh, to 5 a.m.? My God. Yeah, that's yeah. a rough shift. Yeah, no, I, I I was doing something that uh, nowadays I, I would never do. But I was like, oh, I'm going to, like, super duper get into the emotion. So I was basically, like, before the take started, I was, like, forcing a hyperventilation. <laughs> it, it doesn't show <laughs> on film the same way, but I was just sitting in the car waiting for the take to start. And I was just going... <laughs> And I get out of the car and I'm like, I'm doing the scene really well. And then uh, someone was coming over because they were doing like rain. So he would hold an umbrella over me. And I was like, I was like, hold me. And he's like, what? <laughs> like start to fall over. And he's like, oh my God, dude, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. If that's, if that's what happened, it means it was a good take. <laughs> like, you're insane. 
<laughs> that is awesome. Uh, that's great to have that that, that project on your uh, IMDb. Um, so I actually I'm reading here that you actually wrote directed uh, some short films of your own. Uh, one titled Lord of the Guys, another one called Bad Bad. Um, that's kind of cool. I, I I feel like creating your own content is a good way if it's quality to yeah. kind of put, put put yourself out there. You know, uh, and, and I saw that you won a, a couple uh, awards for those films. So yeah yeah congrats uh, on that thanks man yeah that was a that was a lot of fun i i created it with a couple of my friends it was uh oh man that was a that was a weird experience it was so long ago i i look back on it and i i kind of cringe but i'm also happy to see how far i've come in like my filmmaking and and my writing yes <laughs> it, my writing wasn't the greatest on that if i'm being completely honest but i i enjoyed I enjoyed the the work in watching it. <laughs> but that was way back when. Is this something that you want to continue now? Like, oh yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I loved I loved working on that and it was it it like totally sparked this passion for reading scripts and and consuming consuming yeah. media, you know, and uh and and really learning, you know, film. But yeah, no, it was it was very funny. I'm I wasn't a very good uh, writer slash director on that on that one, so okay. I I don't <laughs> don't look it up. It's it's you could find it somewhere. I didn't okay. do a good job. <laughs> but you you can still continue writing. Is there a pro as a script that you would like to kind of shoot? Um yeah, I got I got a couple ideas. I'm like really uh, I'm like really uh, um, protective of my scripts, but sure. me and uh, as you uh, should my be. mom actually yeah. Uh, yeah, me and my mom, who's also a writer, who's kind of been my mentor since since I started, awesome. uh, have oh, de- have cool. developed something. Yeah, no, she's she's awesome. She's insane. <laughs> like she's she got you into the business clearly. She, yeah. Yeah, she did, and and uh, yeah. she's done a pretty good job at um not scaring me away from writing. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's awesome. It. And last but not least, you uh, apparently have. A talent of parkour, uh, where you do okay. your own, st- yeah, you do a lot of your own stunts. What 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 parkour trick are you most proud of, and could that be implemented in uh, one of your projects? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, like most of most parkour stuff, you can implement into like almost anything. Just throw in an, uh, a random chase scene, make it make it happen. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. No, I. I'm proud of a lot of things. One thing I was very proud of is this thing called a, a Kong where you kind of like dive at an object and you like, you kind of like put your hands on the box and you put your legs through it. You've probably seen them. I've seen it like, where it's, where yeah. it, it kind of looked like a, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, uh, I haven't done it in a while. I got like gun shy of it for a long time. I broke my nose while doing it. Ooh, <laughs> once it was it was a it was a gnarly experience it was a lot of fun though. i was gonna gnarly. i was gonna ask you what was like the most sketchiest parkour thing you did yeah no it was that <laughs> i like uh my foot got caught on the uh on the object i was vaulting over and i kind of just fell face first and there was another it was like a box and there was like a hard edge and i was like just clear that and i'll let my shoulder smash into it because i'll be fine but it just like just like hit the hit the nose just perfectly so like all like 165 pounds it's like like all went into the nose oh wow oh no and i was it hurt so much i guess my body just decided not to feel it and told like totally i had to like 
I had to like feel my nose because I couldn't tell if it was broken or not because I was like I was like oh I'm I'm bleeding why am I bleeding and I was like no my nose no I had, oh, to, man. I had to keep that for a whole week too. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I, I, I didn't get to the hospital fast enough for them to reset it. They're like, it's swell, it's swelling now. We don't want to make it worse. Oh no. So I'm like, oh no. So they're like, come back when it heals in a week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then they rebroke it, reset it. So, so they could rebreak it, and reset it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it was like, never fun. So a lot of like, actors have the uh, stunt double, or you know, to do all that stuff because you're you know a fan of parkour and you're, you you have those abilities and you, you have done stunts is that something that you still want to do on your own or you're gonna leave that up to the stunt guy to do <laughs> um i'm gonna uh hopefully do most of my stunts you know if, okay. if it comes to something where it's like you need genuine expertise and experience yeah. that you can't you can't learn like by practicing a thousand times then yeah i'll, I'll leave it up to a stunt man but for the most part like of course I'm gonna try and be a Tom Cruise, <laughs> you know? Maybe not a Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Without 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 Tom Cruise's temperament, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a recent news article that we're gonna discuss later in the show, but yeah. great. I, I think he'd be a good um, Peter Parker, actually. Yeah. That is so funny that you mentioned that because that was an uh, uh that was an audition that I did ages ago and I uh, I kicked myself across the block because that was an audition that I also screwed oh, up. Wow. Was, they're recasting it. Which movie? Oh my god, the newest one. Oh really? Uh, wow. Yeah. And wow. I was like, you could have been Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom yeah. Holland's I mean, Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. When I watch uh when I watch the new Spider Man originally I was like I was like super grumpy all the time and be like man. I don't really see why people like him too much. And now I watch him, I'm like, he's pretty oh. pretty awesome. I like him. He's good. <laughs> but, Did you get uh, um, far during the audition process? Um, yeah, apparently I was like top top echelon, like I don't that know. That is amazing. 10-ish. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Ten, top ten? That's pretty top awesome. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. Awesome. You definitely have like a Peter Parker vibe. Yeah. I thought, like, yeah. Hopefully yeah. Marvel doesn't forget you. Can you, know, like, can you and I hope. Can you involve other in projects, some of those you know? auditions? Can you talk to us about that at all? Like, did you get to? Oh, like, how high up that, did you? That was truly the most stressful audition of my entire life. Originally, my agent and uh, and my team were planning on not telling me it was Spider Man because he's like my favorite character ever. Uh, um, so they didn't want to psych me out before my audition. So they had pre-discussed before they told me about the audition that they weren't going to tell me it was spider-man um but my coach summer of george wasn't in on the conversation (laughs) told me um so i promptly freaked out um and it was funny that was like one of my best and worst auditions ever because i totally bombed the whole first scene Uh, i literally (laughs) it was funny it it, same casting directors too uh, wow. for, for for Virgin River. Wow. Uh, I, I bombed the whole first first scene. I, there was this thing where he was supposed to kind of get like uh, chewed out by a principal. And I just like, like all the lines went. And I was just like, uh, 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 oh, and man. I just did that for like the rest of the, oh, the rest oh, of the oh. audition, like the oh, rest no. of the scene. Uh, and I was so freaked out because that the next scene, um, it was the scene about him like apologizing to like a friend or something like that and i was right. just like i was so stressed out because of the first scene going so poorly that i just cried oh, in the middle oh, of the audition wow. they're like oh and the, no and it was funny they're because like more I, it crying was, <laughs> it was like it was crying in the in the audition in the scene uh 
and it was funny because then the reader was like and i was like did i maybe do a good job is this is this something i can turn back around and <laughs> it was it was funny it was like the most like up and down audition of my entire life and uh, like every now and then you like relive wow. from you like oh i forgot i did that audition jeez it's like still gives me a little bit of stress <laughs> how cool is that wow that is a great yeah. story that, sh- that you shared with us great well, I mean, is there a franchise that you'd like to be a part of i mean besides um marvel oh um the, i saw you guys have a lot of like star wars backgrounds here yeah, yeah. favorite some of my yes. favorite stuff i mean yes. i i love all of the nerdy nerdy stuff man honestly it's it's yeah. the best. well vancouver has all that cw superhero stuff you know yeah it does yeah <laughs> i thought yeah I, I was expecting to see like you know flash supergirl on your imdb but i saw that you had timeless which yeah is cool, but... not that i have an audition for each one of those shows like a hundred times it's oh, hilarious yeah? <laughs> all the time yeah oh. no, I, uh, legends just... of tomorrow yeah all uh, those yeah, shows, yeah legends of tomorrow um what else i never auditioned for arrow that was one i never auditioned for there you go yeah. We want but hey, there you go. You're on, yeah. you're on Virgin River, and we thank you so much, Grayson, yes. for, for being a part of this amazing interview on Below the Belt Show. Yes. Uh, before we go, if you could uh, throw out a promo, let us know who you are. Uh, oh. Let us know your character from Virgin River. I'll throw out a plug for that. And end with you're on Below the Belt Show, and maybe a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, or anything like that at the end. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, let's do it. Um, Hey, I'm Grayson Guernsey. I am Ricky from Virgin River. You are watching Below the Belt. And have happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and uh, enjoy the show. I love it. Now, can you cry at the end of that? <laughs> huh? Can you cry at the end of that? Um, oh. promo? Yeah. Can you just can you just make me really upset really quickly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virgin River's canceled now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's a big hit, and we're going to get awesome. season three, more of Ricky, and uh, I guess we should do a nice holiday portrait, a little snapshot, Chachi, if you can do the honors. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the honors. Uh, so, on the count of three, one, two, three. <laughs> hey! Awesome. Make sure nobody nice. blinks. Oh, man, it looks so dorky. That's great. Awesome, <laughs> Grayson. Uh, awesome. Thanks so much. Amazing interview, and I can't wait. You, I got a new fan of Virgin River. I just started today. Anna Biza has been a fan, so um, yeah, I'll be watching. All right, sweet. Thank you guys so much. It was all great right, talking so to all of you. Great talking to you too, Grayson. This is great. Thank okay. Bye. Yeah, Merry Bye. Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy yeah. New Year. Be safe. Oh yeah. Happy New Year. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Grayson Guernsey. from hey, nice Net- kid, huh? Yes, from Netflix. Amazing show, Virgin River. Um, and Anna B., you, you said it was a great show. And again, uh, I think it's awesome that you, by coincidence, watched the show, which, I mean, a lot of people do watch the show, but uh, I thought it was great that you're actually on the panel. You watched the show. You knew about the show, which is amazing. I'm not... Three episodes in, I episodes. mean, you know, that was great, but uh, that was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it was just like the, a good twist that he, like, uh, additioned to, like, with a lot of Marvel character movies that... He was a just, spectacular Peter Parker, too. I think so, and I like, think he yeah, was top really top ten. watching him talk, I, I was thinking in my head. Yeah. I top was thinking ten. Barry Allen, too. 
Yeah, or Flash. he'd have been a good Barry Allen too. Yeah. But like, I don't know if Parker's you guys kind of like nerdy, kind of innocent, like. Yeah. Yeah. But he can do parkour, which means he can do flips and shit. So yeah, he'd be that's good for pretty hard. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty amazing, guys. So, um, let's throw out, throw out a couple more TV things. I thought somebody wanted to say a a quick hello on Below the Belt show, but let's see if um they will or he or she will be saying hi, but. Nonetheless, let's uh, throw out a couple more uh, television stuff. So HBO News, um, House of the Dragon has added three more cast members to the upcoming Game of Thrones prequel. Um, Olivia Cook, Emma D'Arcy, and if you are a fan of Doctor Who, Matt Smith will uh, be joining. um, And of course, he's in The Crown, season one and two, I believe. Um, Yes, he is, yeah. Yes, and I know you watch that, Anna. I'm a Crown fan, too. <laughs> I know you are. You're a Netflix queen. You watch all the Netflix. So I'm, uh... I'm an addict. <laughs> so I, I mean, it. have we had anything else to do this year besides watch Netflix? <laughs> I know, yeah, right? True. And Amazon Prime. Yeah. Because of the oh, boys. Yep. Um, Patty Constantine is, like, the I guess the main star of the show, so... Um, an actress I, I love, I absolutely adore, is Alicia Vikander. She's set to star in Irma Vep, which, interestingly enough, is loosely based on the 1996 cult classic of the same name. Not familiar with it, but uh, um, the show will revolve around Mira, an American movie star, disillusioned by her career and a recent breakup, who comes to France to star as Irma Vep in a remake of the French film Les Vampires. Les Vampires. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to sound fancy French or whatever, but Les Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll be checking it out. Um, let's see. The lesser known um, Sprouse uh, twin, um, because Cole is like Sprouse is a yes. star of Riverdale. Dylan mm-hmm. Sprouse um, will be back on TV for. Mindy Cowling's HBO Max series, and Chachi, I think you were intrigued by the title of this, The Sex Lives of College Girls. Um, <laughs> of we'll course. Be... <laughs> Adam, you know Chachi too well. I, don't think um, I didn't say that, did I? Yes, you did. Did I say that? You okay. Said, you're like, tell me more. <laughs> it's not, it's not like interesting premise, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and then Alex, the gay Russian, was on, and you were like, Oleg's... Oh, like the gay Russian, rather, yeah. said, oh, I hated it. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made that joke afterwards. But anyways, uh, yes, this is our new series on HBO Max. Um, so he'll, he'll be joining the cast of that. Um, this is like his first television role since his Disney days. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So he t- I guess he took a little break from uh, acting, I guess, um, while watch his brother become, you know, the big star. I mean, his twin brother on uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the General loves this show, but I never really got into it. Search Party just dropped their season four trailer, so that's coming up soon. Um, big limited series on Apple. Julia Roberts and Reese Witherspoons. Wow, those are two big names right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a limited series called The Last Thing He Told Me, um, based on Laura Dave's upcoming novel of the same title. Uh, I'll pass. You're gonna pass. <laughs> that was an easy pass. That's an easy pass, Chachi. That's an easy pass. Uh, season two of Dickinson with Haley Steinfeld um, just dropped. Of course, that also stars Ella Hunt, who we met at the uh, New York Comic Con, the star of 
Anna in the Apocalypse. So, oh yeah, set. yeah, she's got the the um, lead role in that alongside Haley Steinfeld. Um, sir, she's real famous, and they'll upgrade our picture. <laughs> she is famous. <laughs> yeah. I she or even more famous. so, you know. Ah, she's a great actress. Um, a show that I've been happy to have been a part of, Servant on Apple TV. If you haven't seen, I have a pivotal scene. Season one, final episode, look for me. Um, but anyways, guys, I have to put it over that show because season three was uh, just green lit, um, right ahead of the season two premiere. So that's really exciting. Um, and an Apple TV series called Slow Horses is coming up with Gary Oldman, um, starring with Kristen Scott Thomas, Jack Loden, Jonathan, Jonathan Price, and Olivia Cook. Um, follows a team of British intelligence agents who serve in the uh, ground department of MI5 Slough House, whatever the heck that means. Don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I mean MI5 is their uh, intelligence organization. So I'm um, There you go. Oh, thank you. Probably one of their facilities that they work in, if I had to I guess. Mean, I mean, even well, the synopsis of Apple TV shows sound boring. <laughs> not servant though watch servant i'll watch it also for the final episode oh come yeah. on <laughs> all right um <laughs> all right. what a d man <laughs> i know i know man, this guy. Uh, anna b will you watch me on um servant yes i will i have apple tv I I'll have to on my list. thank you. you you guys are cool yeah all right Somebody, for free, somebody's yeah. a bah humbug Grinch. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Punisher, John Bernthal, um, has another project coming up on Amazon called yeah. the the Bottoms. I think Oleg the Gay Russian likes that. I'm scene. sure he does. <laughs> a project that he is uh, developing for the past decade. We've been mentioning Oleg a lot on this show. He's not even here to defend himself. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, we'll follow a system of family structures, friends and neighbors, law enforcement, criminality, intersecting in Shreveport, Louisiana in the early 90s. So this takes place in the early 90s. Um, Jamie Bell and the amazing Margaret Qualley, who I got to hang out with at the Screen Actors Guild. Awards and the after party in Netflix, which is fucking awesome. But anyways, uh, sorry. <laughs> Tell us how you really uh, feel. <laughs> uh, Fred and Ginger. So this is um, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers' uh, biopic uh, okay. that will be on Amazon Studios. So look for them to play the roles of Fred and Ginger. So look out for that. They both have dance experience. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We also have. A comedy special called Yearly Departed, because mm-hmm. we all know that this 2020 has been less than desirable of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiffany Haddish, Rachel Brosnahan, Sarah Silverman, and iconic female comedians eulogize and call it a trifling hoe of a year. <laughs> 2020, a trifling hoe of a year. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, also on Amazon Prime, Christopher Walken. Set the star in something called The Offenders, a six-part series. (laughs) Follows seven strangers who are forced together to complete a community payback sentence in Bristol. Okay. Interesting. I saw an article about him. It was something about, like, he never uses, like, a cell phone or, like, email 
or something completely, like completely old school. Yes, old school. He's yeah. hilarious. I mean, he can he can play the same character forever. I don't care. He's just hilarious. Uh, just the way he talks and his mannerisms. Oh, uh, he's he's incredible. I mean, joining him is uh, Rianne Barreto, Gamba Cole, Darren Boyd, Claire Perkins, and Eleanor. Tomlinson, um, not really too familiar uh, with. I think these are mostly UK actors. I'm not too familiar with, but it's shooting in UK. I'm assuming he's playing his an American Christopher character. Walken. Christopher Walken. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him play a British character, but yeah, it says here he has never owned a computer or a cell phone or sent an email. Good ever. for him. So how does he get all his call times and sheets and all that? And he has somebody else do that for him. Wow. That's, that's what you do. Talk about the busiest assistant of anybody in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Somebody that can't take their own phone calls and read their own goddamn emails. They yeah. send, a, send a letter in the mail. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like a, the voice for like a GPS. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why don't we just go more old school? Let's just send the bird, the raven, to yep. send yes. the messages. <laughs> just exactly. like they did in Game of Thrones, your grace. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, on Hulu, uh, Alana Grazer's False Positive, which has really effed up a lot of um, COVID tests uh, for people working on sets because it shuts productions down when they get a false positive. They're not really sick. But that's what rapid tests do. They they kind of it's higher propens a higher probability of uh of false positives. False positives. But uh, this is an original Hulu film. Um to check out. Um it's uh basically about um Alana Grazer starring as Lucy, who after several attempts trying to get pregnant with her partner, played by Justin Thoreau, their dream fertility doctor, uh played by Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Interesting. Um, let's see. Okay, so this is an interesting one, Chachi. I know you'll be excited about this one. Lily James and Sebastian Stan are set to star in a limited series about the relationship of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Oh, that should be interesting. Fame. And the scandal surrounding their notorious sex tape. So could oh it get really graphic with the two actors involved with uh oh, wow. uh we know what the biggest winner of this is gonna be. The um, prosthetic from um, Boogie Nights. Oh, big penis. Because yep. that hasn't worked. That penis hasn't worked in like 20 years. So, oh, like, you know, he, so he's you, probably happy getting his Are you saying um, the Winter Soldier is not standing to attention? Is that what you're implying? What? The the Winter Soldier is not standing to attention. That's why they have no, to No, he's just saying that not everybody has a 20 inch cock that can act on <laughs> <laughs> But what if Sebastian Stan is completely. Equipped. Well endowed. Right. <laughs> really, you never know. You never know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I guess that's for us to find out at a certain day when this film comes out. Yeah. I'd like uh, to find out and for us I to wonder. James, you never, I don't really, I can't see her as a, a Pam Anderson. Well, throw her some blonde hair and. She's, I mean, she's influence. a great actress. She's very pretty. Um, But I don't know. Maybe she'll see. Yeah. The, the, we'll see. We'll see, right? She's we'll British. See. So she's playing an American. Wait, she was a Canadian. Um, Pam yeah. I, think I don't know. All of her jobs. Yeah, Pam Anderson's Canadian, yeah. Right. So interesting. Yeah, we, we, we need that border on the East Coast. Yes. yes <laughs> Keep all those Brits and stuff out of here, taking our yeah. acting jobs. Yeah, yeah, but they're good actors. You can't they deny that. That's they why are, they get yeah. the jobs. 
they take the jobs of American actors because they're just superior actors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. how many American actors do the British accent. I can only think of two off the top of my head. Johnny Depp. Okay, maybe three. <laughs> Madonna. Um, Peter yeah, Dinklage. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Remember her fake British accent that she adopted that's, it for a time? Is, that's horrible. Yeah. Peter Dinklage. And um, who was the, the guy? Oh, gosh, his name? John Lithgow in The Crown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Those only two I thought. Ridiculous. It's, it's hilarious in the movie Elf. I was watching him last night. Such a funny scene. He's come a long way since Elf, though. That, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, call me Elf one more time. Yeah. <laughs> You're an Elf. <laughs> He's an angry Elf. Uh, an angry Elf. So yes. Hulu's only Marvel series canceled called Hellstrom after just one season. So they're, everything is now on Disney Plus and owned by MCU. Yeah. Got no all other stuff. series, yep. ABC ended uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so everything's just going to be on one place, um, which keeps it consistent. I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. That um, makes me happy because I have. Yeah. So I get to watch it. Exactly. So I don't know. If, I mean, I haven't heard a lot of buzz about Hellstrom, so I don't know if we're missing too much. But I, I've never even heard of it, so there yeah. you go. But Handmaid's Tale was renewed for a fifth season. I mean, it's a big hit for Hulu. Um, that was actually announced on at the Walt Disney Television um, Investor Day. Um, and One Tree uh, stars One Tree Hill stars James Lafferty and Stephen Coletti. A crowd funded a new series called Everyone Is Doing Great, which will be on Hulu. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of interesting. They guys Hulu believed in the project, but no one initially believed it because they had the crowd fund. So no, there's no investors involved. So that's cool. I mean, I'm, give, give them that, you know. Um, let's see. Moving on. Um, Showtime uh, is going all in for the final season of Shameless. There's going to be a six-episode companion series called Hall of Shame, which actually will premiere on December 27th. We'll feature new original scenes that will be juxtaposed with a retrospective look at each character's journey over the past 10 seasons. So I can't believe that show has gone on 10 Can seasons. Can you believe I mean, it? It's, it's a very well-written show, but that just still just kind of blows my mind to how it, long that show's been on. Especially on premium cable. Like, yeah, especially that, on premium cable. Yeah, a network show I can, you know, see like the Big Bang Theory, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those kind of shows, that's just shocking, dude. You know, when I see that. Well, know? how about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? That's right. Exactly. Josh, that on that. Yeah. Always in fun, Sunny in Philadelphia renewed for four more seasons. So That's crazy. Four more seasons. Four more seasons. So this goodness. is a total of 15. Oh, sorry. Season 15 will debut in 2021, rather. Okay. So we're going to get... They're trying 19? to squeeze out 20 years of Always Sunny. That's pretty rad. Jesus. 18. 18. Wow. 18. Yeah. Still, that's nuts. Holy smokes. It's one of my favorite comedies on TV. Oh, hell yeah. No, Will this brilliant. be the last uh, season, though? Will the, the season 19 or 20 be the last one? Or do you think it actually could be renewed again? I mean, it depends. We'll I, mean, I think it should only go on as long as the um, mm-hmm. that core cast is... is Willing to do it in a lot. Yeah. yeah. When Danny DeVito dies. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which the guy I want to think about. He's well, hilarious. The rest, cast, the rest of the cast is really young. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, but Danny DeVito made the show. He came in on season two and it's really. That's when it, was, it took off. Yeah, it was kind of like um, it wasn't doing the best on season one, but Danny right. DeVito came on, gave him like credibility and just 
a great relationship with the cast. This one of the funniest shows on TV, and and one of the few shows that can still push the envelope um, every season. Yep. I mean, they talk about everything. I'm sure the season they're going to have a great um, episode on COVID. I'm sure. Yep. Bringing COVID to the the uh, storylines, which uh, Anna, we we talked earlier about that. That not many shows have done that, but it'll be interesting to see the sunny the sunny take on that. Um, it's funny for a comedy, but I don't want to see like yeah. a drama with COVID. I mean, I had enough of this dramatic yeah, year. Yeah, that, that, that so as a comedy, I think that might be interesting. Yeah, could be funny. If anybody could write it and make it funny, it'd be them. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Like them or South Park or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the also Superstore on... episode was also funny on COVID too. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that should be something worth turning into. Um, also on FX, an alien TV series from Fargo creator Noah, Noah Hawley. So this is based on Ridley Scott's um, original film and oh, James cool. Cameron's follow-up Alien. So um, Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. And the first time Aliens will be on the small screen as a series because wow. that's always been a feature film yeah, franchise. Yep. So and that, the last few have been kind of, huh. Yeah. So, so that would I mean, be really is, exciting. This is great they're doing all these um, big budget series. I mean, cause it really gives the whole story time to, you know, be told. I mean, like look at Cobra Kai, like I said before, that, that would have been a movie. It probably would have did sucked. that well because it's yeah. too hard to build up all these new characters and to show where the old characters are and make it interesting. But if you do it, you know, through ten episodes and different multiple seasons, I mean, you can really tell a good story. Same with that's Mandalorian. Cool. Yep. And that's that's what they're doing with Lord of the Rings too, right? There's a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I believe somebody wants to say hi, and I'm going to try to bring them in. Um, let's see if I can. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, as we are, I don't know, let's see if it works. Uh, nah, someone that hasn't been on in a while that wants to say hi. She actually wanted to say, rather he or she wanted to say hi a while ago. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, now, uh, uh, surprise. It's got to be somebody about technology. Who could it be? Uh, let's see. I think. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, you're excited? I'm curious. You definitely have my attention. <laughs> All right. Let's add. Let's see what happens. Here we go. The suspense is killing me. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you have suspense. Oh. Let's see. Do we have has she joined us yet? Do we have success? Here she comes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and she's Sorry. gone. Jo- joining the, a lot. Joining I the photos of everything I did in the background for for Al and just don't have a husband ever. Just gonna say that. I just you don't need their help. Just well, I don't plan on marrying a husband, so or, I, I think I'm okay. okay. <laughs> I got a wife. I don't need a husband. <laughs> or, or a partner is is my my comment. Cause look, I sent you photos, but look at this. I created this for the Christmas background. I started like like at nine. Which we're supposed to see around then, right? <laughs> but you're now you're joining us. So. <laughs> oh well, see the lights behind me. Like I, I put lights. I love it. Yeah. Very so, fancy. I guess we should give you the proper introduction. She's also a cosplayer extraordinaire, just like Anna B. She is uh, the one and the only Miss TMF, aka Fira Winters, Tiffany Marie Ford. 
Sorry, I was not here earlier, guys. My uh, time management skills are improving this year, I promise, but this was not a uh, good example. <laughs> well, I mean, you're only two and a half hours late, so don't. <laughs> See? This is a great example of not a good example. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're getting cozy with us with, I guess, a glass of wine and your PJs. So. In only. I, I love, love it. And it's helping me lose weight, so I'm just going to stick to it. Are you excited about the upcoming Christmas holiday, TMF? Yes, and I have started to catch up on Mandalorian. In fact... Good, which I'm glad you weren't on the earlier part of the show yeah, because we discussed that was a in great detail. Yeah, no, it would have been so, spoiled. so horrible yeah, when Baby Yoda but, died. I couldn't believe I'm, it. No, I'm, I'm sad that I missed it um, because I did catch up <laughs> enough to have some backstory to it. Good. And to have some more information about them casting uh, for the upcoming show and such but um no like uh the my christmas movies for the past couple days all that's been playing on the tv is star wars movies because those are christmas movies they came out on christmas so yeah yes. that's true i love just how like, they did except for solo hard. that was the only one that didn't <laughs> yeah but. which i was just about yeah. right she called it yep absolutely well i guess tmf if you want to just chime in with the. Uh, the rest of the entertainment news, I guess we can hang out for a few more minutes if everybody's okay. Well, it is it is the holiday season, right? Why not? Yeah. You know. <laughs> tomorrow, like we got home early because of the snow. We're going in late for the snow tomorrow, so let's just do this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the person who comes late to the party, and like you're ready to go home, and like you're getting ready to pack <laughs> yeah. off, and all of a sudden, but what Tiffany walks in. Hey, how's everybody doing? And you you got to stay another half hour. You're like, okay, I'll stay another half glass, hour. My glass of whiskey now mean to say now has witnessed this is that i'm the person that shows up late but i keep the party going yes <laughs> yes yes al, al has seen it <laughs> yes i have tiffany and anna have you met each other at possible cons in the dmv i mean no you no. guys are yeah you got anna's anna's been uh, a, a, a staple in the cosplay community and Tif tiffany you have as well the cosplay but, uh, I just forget exists these days. Like the pandemic has changed True. a lot. Of I know, right? In a very positive way. It's yeah. actually refreshing to not put stuff together for a convention um, and just work on things here and there. Organize home. I know where all my cosplays are for once. That part wow. is amazing. There you go. I haven't just made more on top of them. So. Yeah. Well, that means 2021, which hopefully cons will return, which I'm predicting by summer of 2021. That's what I'm predicting. Our first con will be coming back. Yeah. What do you what do you do do now this whole entire year without these nerdy, sweaty guys with bo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with you guys. Like, I have impeccable well, hygiene, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I am very clean. And I would love to hear what you've been doing without the nerdy guys. Because <laughs> pretty. Pretty sure we have similar answers. Gee whiz. Oh, wow. What a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Same guys. Like, you don't see them getting pictures of any of the other guy cosplayers. There's always, like, these hot girls and these yes. like, hot costumes. That's like, right. Or the guys that look like Spartans. Those are the guys you see photographed at cons. Because, let's be honest, the other ones aren't so promising. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a question. So they start every Dragon con. I see this uh, poster. And Dragon, Dragon Con actually has groups of men. The, the kind of male cosplayers you see are okay. men that look like they're all from a football team running around in Spartan co costumes. And their, their abs are like... Like cons. the movie 300, right. So... 
yeah, it's um the cosplay community when it comes to men is very interesting. But anyway, <laughs> no, I, I, I was interested. So, so some of those guys that Chachi was alluding to, is that who caused that that sign that I see in many conventions and many cons that says cosplay is not consent? I, I, I see that at many cons, maybe maybe. There's fans that may maybe inappropriately touch or grope or or that kind of thing. Yeah, have I have you... seen a woman in public before? Yeah. Yes. That's topic right there. Have, have you seen those? This is cosplay's not consent. No, I, was... I want your opinion on that one, please. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I I just feel like um, I think in general, not only in the cosplay community, but a lot of men when they see you know I guess like a, a woman wearing you know not that many clothes because of the character and, and, and guys just feel like they have the right to just because they're a fan of the character to go and like, you know, touch you or, you know, without asking like, Hey, can I take a picture with you first? Or like just going right. up to you and want to give you a hug and, or something. And you're like, you know, that's like, doesn't mean consent, you know? Right. So that is one of the things that it did start, um, start from is, a lot of the things that we deal with, um, even when we're not in revealing cosplays, to be honest with you, a lot of people, a lot of men um, and a lot of people on the Internet that aren't really um, privy to the community, they assume that we only get unwanted affection from, you know, other people in cosplayers or, or, or sorry, other people in cosplay or, or people like that. But realistically, you could have um, someone stopping to take your photo, um, just ask to take your photo and they'll come up to you and without consent also then throw their arms around you hug you stuff like that um or even stop and take your photo without your permission yes. which is kind of off-putting especially if you yeah, for cosplayers that are in revealing unintentionally we'll put unintentionally revealing cosplay um not only because no one likes their photo taken in a candid moment when they're not looking but also because you know it, it takes two seconds to just um it's 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 common decency and respect stop and ask someone hey can I take your photo Yes, yeah. but it so it goes along with a lot of things, both photographers just in that stance and yes. also strangers going, you know, thanks for letting me take your photo. I'm going to suddenly put my body space yeah. in your body space. Oh, yes. Because you look like you want the attention, quote unquote. That's yeah. a, my last words right there. And then with Anna said, she just summed it up. So, yeah, I, I'm curious if now with the co with COVID and the pandemic, of course, You'll have to go away before cons come back. Will that change yeah, a lot yeah. of things as well? Because uh... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cosplay as characters and then put on top of our cosplay builds a big bubble. That oh boy! <laughs> for the costume, <laughs> we're gonna build our cosplay as normal, and then we're gonna build a giant bubble to put on. <laughs> so you're not gonna see that cosplay for two years now, not just six months, <laughs> but two years. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. Well, we hope the cons come back sooner or later, but let's drop a few more uh, Hollywood things, um, if everybody has it in them. Nick and Chach, uh, we got about 12 minutes. Uh, I'm going to give you 12 minutes, and then yep. i got to cut loose. Okay, <laughs> we're going to wrap in 12 minutes, guys. I'll give you right. 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's 11. Just go by, by my judge's yeah, clock. Clock is ticking. Chachi, Al, at this point, I owe you my entire life, so I'll be here all night. It's... <laughs> but I think uh, Nick and Chach are, are clocking out, so we're we're gonna yeah, try to wrap things up. A, so. I got an early morning. Chach, you know what? I'll send you a private OnlyFans video, okay? Like, Wait a minute. How... Okay, well, I'll, I'll stay a little bit longer. I don't have 
OnlyFans. That's how private it is. All right. Wait a minute. <laughs> Why do I get excluded from the video? No, no, no. I said you too. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well that's cool. See, I'm married, so I don't get an OnlyFans. <laughs> well, suddenly my calendar freed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a, I, I can create content. Just give me a call. So let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can. We spent 10 minutes talking about creepy guys, and, he, and then here we come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. All right. What is that phrase? One, point one finger and three fingers point back at you? Oh. Yes. Wow. Ooh, That's wow. Marine's knife hand. That's why oh Marine's knife hand. I have a broken, like, I, I have a previously dislocated uh, pinky, so it makes it really hard to do a knife. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> if we could see that on video tiffy can you um sw uh, switch your orientation to bisexual i mean um landscape i'm already bi but anyway I mean, landscape. <laughs> there we go that will match very nice freed up even more now nice <laughs> look at you fun? and all look at you and all your glory your grace it's all right, right. Watching out with the PDAs are flimsy. I'm just gonna. Mm. I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Whatever some... happens, happens, you know. Yeah. But like... <laughs> <laughs> and says until it happens, and then it's they alcohol. Oh. <clears throat> uh, all right. So let's see. Paramount Plus. So CBS All Access is changing to Paramount Plus. Uh, there's a big uh, show called Guilty Party. Which uh, sounds like TMF's uh, type of events, guilty party. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a doll up. Like, why is why is he so like pixelated? Me? Oh, she, yeah. She's not pixelated to me. I no. she's, she looks fine to me. You're yeah. clear. Okay. That's just you. Maybe bro. I'm on doll up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so guilty Having party. That, we previously we had eyes left Fisher, but she <laughs> bailed on the project. So now Kate Beckinsale. Uh, who oh. I love, uh, is now set to play a lead role in a dark comedy called Guilty Party. So mm -hmm. it's about a journalist who's desperate to salvage her career by latching onto a story of a young mother sentenced to life in prison for maiming and murdering her husband. Wow, that is a dark, dark Alex, comedy. This isn't about you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've maimed and murdered anybody. Maybe, maybe <laughs> a house guy, but. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. I got you, I got you. Um, let's see. Fox is not moving forward for the Empire spinoff with Taraji P. Henson. Um, but I don't think that's a big loss. I think Empire is just ready to just, ever since that Jussie Smollett bullshit, I think it's time for that show to just hang Juicy. it up. Yeah, Juicy. I haven't watched it since. Juicy Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Juicy. <laughs> oh man, remember the Pandora um, cast we interviewed in New York Comic Con, Chachi? I feel so bad for this. Uh, the lowest rated CW show, 0, 0.00 ratings, <laughs> zero shares among 18 to 49 demographic. Jeez. So did um, no one even watched it by accident? No, 0, 0.0 was this show? It has it's to be called entry. Pandora, and it was their season finale. It's a oh. sci-fi on CW, uh, which is a decent show. It. I watched an episode to, to prepare for this interview for the, the many, cast. How many seasons were there? Um, Good question. I think this was their second season, I believe. Yeah. 
that has to be an error for them to even get to a second season. There had to be viewers like for there to be zero point zero. <laughs> that mm-hmm. makes no sense. Zero point zero point zero zero. Group of conspiracy theorists right now. That makes no sense though logically when it comes to numbers and demand and yeah. how continue <laughs> by viewers and such to make. Isn't that crazy? In, so they say hurt. it's due to um uh football sunday night football um but i don't know that's two different types of audiences i don't know if i'm buying it but um, whatever right um who was that was that jim belushi or john belushi well from um animal house what about john belushi yeah john belushi when he got the um he got his grade back and it was like the teacher read it it's like zero point zero yeah holy smokes uh, we got a um, a first look at just Javicia Leslie's Batwoman. As you know, Ruby Rose quit the show. They had to bring in a new Batwoman, and just Javicia, very lovely. She's actually from uh, Maryland or DC. Maryland. She's oh, got okay. ties to the DMV, so I'm I'm all about it when people from the DMV represent. Not me. Yeah, why not? No, I, I, I get I get jealous and I hate on them. Oh uh, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I You're get such it. a hater. Oh, yeah. I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't know why you're doing better than me in the DMV. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Chachi, you sent me this. There's a sequel series for Night Court in development at NBC. <laughs> yes. I don't know I, why. I mean, it, it had a long run, nine seasons. Um, from was it nine eight, seasons, really? From 84 to 92. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do people still care? Like, like we mentioned no. what Saved by the Bell, Head of the Class, like all these like um, shows that they're rebooting. I think there has to be a um, some modicum of, of care from an audience. Yeah, some kind of fan base that still talks about yeah, it. Yeah, that like, still no, talks about, about it. Yeah. Anymore. Like the Saved by the Bell, I mean, it's just, oh, it's just a... Uh, we, we've, we've already talked about yeah, uh, how bad it is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to upset but, me tonight. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, things are going well. It's already one thirty in the morning, and like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be thinking about Say by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Joss Whedon apparently had some remedial action taken against him for the complaints that Ray Fisher who played Cyborg in Justice League. So apparently had unprofessional behavior on set, um, abusive, verbally abusive behavior, which wasn't really like. Um, uh, you know, revealed what exactly he said or did. No, but it but, goes with the rumors of him actually, and it's ironic. He's been such a big toter of strong female roles, but there have been some reports previously that he's been involved in domestic disputes with his wife, um, right. also violence. So that actually pairs up with that behavior, kind of solidifies it. Yeah, well, he's been removed from two projects. One was The Nevers on HBO, apparently. He just gracefully bailed out, and I don't know if this is a repercussion from, from you know, uh, stemming. I mean, it's a different project, um, Justice League and the Nevers, but um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I just feel uh, like Joss Whedon stopped being relevant after the Avengers. Oh, wow. That's that's how I go with it. I mean... I agree. Yeah. Well, and Al knows how much I used to idolize Joss Whedon. Oh, I, me too. You're a big, a big Buffy big, fan, aren't big, you? Big, Big Firefly fan, Buffy, 
whole bit. You missed, you missed uh, Juliet Landa. We had Drusilla on. Yeah, Nick and I actually bonded over this in the first time we talked in the studio is how much we loved Joss Whedon. He, yeah. we, we, because we were talking about the Avengers. Right. Um, his script writing, his dialogue, his timing, everything. Yes, I mean, he's still talented. I can hate plenty of people, but appreciate their talent. I have friends that used to be friends. I don't like them anymore, but their talent. What <laughs> like, wow. They just weren't like, you know, people can be an un- people can be unfavorable individuals, but they can be very talented people that you can still appreciate professionally. Joss Whedon, I hate Except for Bill Cosby. That, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what? That's a different topic for another day, too. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and uh, the last topic I want to bring up is um, Tom Cruise on the set of Mission Impossible 7. Oh, yeah. Apparently, crew yeah. members were breaking COVID-19 protocols during shooting in London. And apparently, he was caught on tape on audio. I've heard the yes. audio. I've heard yeah. the audio, too. I heard the audio, Me too. too. Yeah. yeah. Shouting. I, I'd love to see the video. Someone has a video, but I don't know if that's available. But um, he was shouting that the, these crew members will be fucking gone. That's his exact quote. Fucking gone. If another, if they lapse again on the COVID protocols, apparently walking around without the mask is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Because he said that they're like the gold standard, like shooting in UK, you know? What are all of your thoughts on that? I want to hear that. I mean, I understand where he's coming from because if somebody gets COVID, it shuts down production. Costs money. uh, That's a lot of money being wasted. That's time for all Mm -hmm. these actors and and crew members. I guess the the level of of his tirade maybe just turn it down it's a, a notch. It's a Tom Cruise level intensity, though. I mean, that it dude, is. It is. I can I, only imagine how intense he takes shits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, uh, Mr. Mayor, starring Ted Danson, had half a dozen COVID nineteen cases. Um, Colin in black and white. That's the Colin Kaepernick um, series. Chacha, I know you're looking yep. forward to that one. That mm-hmm. had recorded um, nine cases of COVID, which caused wow. that production to shut down, too. So, yeah, I mean... This, I mean, he seems yeah, apparently definitely okay. angered on it, but I don't know like how many times these people have been warned, you know, for breaking um, protocol or whatever. Like, I don't know, yeah. the first time or the tenth time. And, like, and apparently these guys were all in the viewing tent and none of them were wearing masks. So it was yeah. like, you know, Tom Cruise might have already been at Tom Cruise level and then decided to turn it up to 11 Tom Cruise level, which... <laughs> Tom you know, He ended up calling Tom them motherfuckers, and that just makes Tom me laugh. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise. To me, I thought that was funny. Don't, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was like Christian Bale level of almost. Intensity. Yeah. Almost. Honestly, the thing is, is that Tom Cruise is also he knew that people weren't going to focus, and um, paparazzi cameras weren't going to focus on people not wearing a mask because we see that all over the country. What he knew they'd focus on, and this is where I'm thinking, he he is seasoned. He knows what. He's older. He's at the end of his career. He already is past that. Let's be honest. <laughs> So this is marketing. This is marketing for him, I think. He is he knows what he's doing. So I think he knew he people would actually respond to, just like with the Scientology hype, I really think a lot of his behavior, because most of his career has been like this. You don't suddenly go like this out of nowhere. Unless right. you're 
unless you're trying to keep a hold of your career and get exposure to it. So you have to, you know, you have to blend in and adapt to the media and what they want and the masses. So you have to act a little, you know, what an actor's supposed to do, dramatic sometimes. And I really think that maybe part of this could be him doing a marketing ploy to get exposure for himself and his new movie. Because again, there was no reports about how those those actors were not wearing those masks and the set crew were not wearing the masks beforehand. It was only how he reacted now. Right. When it was past the limit. I think Part we did see the video and what the, the crew members were doing exactly. Cause, and I, saw, and I, saw the, I did yeah. see the video of his reaction and I saw his face. Okay. His eyes didn't really react much, but his face did. Uh, did. And to me, I thought... Okay. I thought, Send me that. I have not seen the video. but No, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll send you. There's a brief video reaction. Okay. Um, it goes along with the photos too. It, his eyes are kind of dead, but his face is very reactionary. It's overhyped. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe yeah, it's like the lead up. Why didn't we react sooner when you know your your stage crew weren't wearing masks for this entire time frame of that production? But now you're gonna react at this moment. Well, and make yeah. it we have we have present. reason for why because a major right now, star in Hollywood died due to COVID. After shutdown. Yep. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it, they have to take it seriously because, yeah. sadly, Tommy Tiny Lister, who actually we interviewed years ago on Below the Belt, Chachi, was displaying COVID symptoms. Um, he died um, Thursday. Um, I don't know. Un- he died from COVID. Yeah, he had COVID symptoms. Ah. He was uh, unresponsive in his apartment in Marina del Rey, California. Wow. He had been working on a film, and then he fell ill. Um, and, he, I mean... Jeez, my God! Friday, the Fifth Element. Yeah. Um, he was in Zeus. Uh, sorry, uh, no holds bar- no holds barred at Zeus. Yeah. WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Re- oh, he he was at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, I know, didn't he- mean it's not. It's just you know, Chachi always chiming in with wrestle this, wrestle that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hey, guys. I'm gonna... one of the funniest comedies of all time. That movie. And what sucks is like Ice Cube tried to get the sequel made, like the um would have been part four called last Friday, which would have been yeah. the final. And he tried, but now like too many um, of the cast members are gone now. Like, like yeah. the um, ice cube's yeah. father in the um, film was the actor's name. Like he's gone uh, now tiny. It's like, it's like eight actors are now gone from that um, original movie. So it's yeah. pretty sad. We never got that um, part four that, you know, we're hoping to see. All right. Hey guys, yeah. I'm going to cut loose. I got to go to bed. Oh, we're actually, about 11 minutes. Yeah. yeah. We're, okay. We're, we're wrapping now, but go. Yeah. yeah. Captain, you want to take us out? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying air BTB. And as, of course, please remain in your seats until the show comes to a complete stop. And we will be on for a couple more minutes, but big okay. Nick, thanks for joining us. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas oh, Nick. See a snapshot. Night, Should we do a snapshot okay. really quick guys with the group? Yeah. yeah like, a little heads up next time. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, no, 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 no. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's the mobile version right now. I've never used my uh, my iPhone. But Chachi, Chachi, you've been the expert. Um, Chachi, take the uh, take the photos. Uh, one more. <laughs> you guys are. All right, you ready? Yeah, all right. On the count of again. three. One, two, three. <laughs> all right. On the count of three. I'm doing mine too. All right, we're all doing one. Hold on. <laughs> all the same. Last all one. Last place. one. I don't think that worked, but okay, you know what? All right. I can't do it. <laughs> Good night, guys. All right. Yeah, Nick. All right. Um, just a few more passings. Um, Carol Sutton actually died of COVID-19. She was in Steel Magnolias, Queen Sugar. 
Yeah, do you know who Carol Sutton is? Yeah. I've really, really actor. sad. I was a theater actor in Steel Magnolias, um, in a production of Steel Magnolias. Um, yeah, no, that's how I actually discovered Sally Fields acting. It was Steel Magnolias. Yeah. yeah so that sucks. So, so yeah, sorry. this is why they have to take it seriously on set, guys. Charlie Pride, one of the country's first black uh, superstar singers, uh, with hits such as Kiss an Angel, Good Morning, also had died from complications of COVID-19. Oh, wow. Um, and Korean director, film director, Kim Ki-duk died in Latvia after catching coronavirus as well. The age of 59. So, th- th- again, this is more COVID-related deaths in, in Hollywood. Um, that's, why, that's why Tom Cruise is yelling. I can see why. I mean, yes. Tom Cruise is not far away from 59, is he? Tom you know? Cruise is, I think he's, was he 30? <laughs> <laughs> he plays 30-year-olds because he... They pair him with much younger. Uh, he, I mean, he looks like he's like thirty. He's fifty-eight. He's, he's aged very well. I guess. Yes. That's called CGI. Just to let you know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Scientology. Sci- it's Scientology. That's CGI. Holy smokes, that's guys. Cosplayers can tell you how to do that. Like, yeah, and I'm how old you? I'm thirty-one. See, and she looks like she's twenty-three. She's a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm 32. I look 32. There's a difference. Just look at her. her it's the Latin blood. It's that Latin blood. Yeah. Well, well, Anna's Scientologist, too. Are you a Scientologist, Anna? Oh, no. You're bathing in Scientology blood, aren't you? That's your secret. <laughs> keeps, you, keeps you looking fresh. Oh, man. Fresh. Let's, 30. <laughs> uh, let's see. Barbara Windsor, uh, British actress. From the BBC soap opera East Enders had passed away. Victoria Racimo from the thriller Prophecy uh, worked opposite Charleston Heston. In Mountain Men uh, had passed away at age 69. Margaret Ray, actress who played uh, the original Mammy Johnson on CBS Young and the Restless. Um, and uh, John Le Carre, best selling novelist about the chilly world of the West. Of the uh, Cold War espionage, um, and um, Anna Ranking, Tony-winning choreographer, star of stage and screen, who appeared in Chicago, Annie, all that jazz, passed away at the age of seventy-one. Um, so just a sh- rest in peace shout-outs uh, for those that have uh, left the cert and uh, some birthday um, announcements. People celebrating birthday today on the sixteenth of December. Xander Berkeley. Died this week. That, yes. Yeah, people are still above ground. <laughs> <laughs> God. Xander Berkeley of The Walking Dead um, is 65. Um, nice guy. I got to meet him at the Tribeca Film Festival. He was a leader of the Hilltop Chachi. Remember uh, Maggie hung him in that intense hanging scene? Oh, um, yeah. 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 I like love um, tells you to remember someone. Maggie hung him. Remember that? Like that yeah. <laughs> That's memorable. memorable. Yeah, it's very memorable. I know you love J.B. Smooth from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh my God, yes, he's yeah, he's 55 today. I'm actually going through watching like all the old episodes again. Yes, great show, great show. Yeah, he's one of the funniest characters on there. Miranda Otto, Lord of the Rings, is 53. Uh, Daniel Crossgrove is 50. Uh, Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones herself. 39 a day. Uh, Zoe Jarman from Mindy Projects, 38. Theo James from Divergent, Insurgent, all those movies, 36. Amanda Seddon from the Mindy Project. 
Gossip Girls 35, and I don't know who the rest of these actors are. So, anyways, those are birthdays today. Um, that wraps up the Hollywood stuff. But uh, I guess before we end tonight's show, let's uh, um, say, uh, let's talk about anything um, that's going on with the holidays. Are you guys ready for Christmas? Have you finished your Christmas shopping? And any tips for dealing with holiday stress? So it's, it's a stressful time for a lot of people. A lot of people can't see their families due to COVID. Um, you know, at least extended family that they don't get to see on a regular basis. I know that personally, my sister will not be flying into town when my adorable nephew, who I love spending time with, sadly, I will not be Aww. seeing him except on a Zoom or a Skype uh, virtual FaceTime call, that what have you. Uh, but uh, this really has, uh, I guess, changed how we embrace um, the holidays with our, or our loved ones, um, this whole pandemic. So, um it'll be a very different just like i guess thanksgiving you know that that had to be very different you know uh, my good bet my good buddy got actually sick from a thanksgiving gathering in oh, los yeah. angeles he actually got COVID. um so it's it's uh, kind of it's it's crazy thing actually because um the past couple of weeks was my second bout of that and i'm pretty sure um we, i mean you know we thought it was oh. people and they didn't show symptoms because Al, you know that I, I actually had to get a test recently, and um, um, I thought it was in. So, and here's the big thing about COVID nineteen. It's my second bout, um, that oh, I I've, second bout. So, so, because so, a lot of people think you can only get it once. This is your this was your second bout. You, yeah. So, um, your antibodies only last for so long. Right. Um, you Al, you remember um, if you remember back in and I told you back in February when I got sick and I lost my government contract. So conveniently, that was been the same week when at the time they couldn't test me. That was February 20th. Uh, they couldn't test me. I went to the ER. They gave me the write-out of my diagnosis of respiratory complication and uh, viral syndrome because they tested me for everything under the sun and uh, everything turned out negative. But I had um, uh, bronchial symptoms. They did an x-ray and it looked like I had symptoms of pneumonia and bronchitis because I had fluids in my lungs. I couldn't breathe. Um, I had a fever. I, um, my body was sore. I couldn't move when I was going to sleep at night. It felt like I was um, drowning on forgive. It's going to sound gross. Forgive me, but phlegm. Phlegm. Um, Yeah. I had that. Yeah. It's so it, no matter what I did. And because when you're, you know, you're, you're, you have that drainage, you want to drink cold water, you want to drink, uh, normal fluids. Well, the one thing that they had discovered at that time is that if you had COVID-19, drinking cold fluids was making it worse. It would not go away. So I kept on going through that for more than two weeks. It would not go away. Oh, In fact, I had symptoms for months where I was going to sleep feeling like I was drowning on phlegm. My husband then went through the same thing, too. Um, and he was like waking up in pools of sweat, which sleeping next to him, I was waking up in pools of sweat. So um, the thing that sucked is that we heard on the radio, if you have this, drink warm fluids. It will help. And immediately I started drinking Theraflu, hot tea, no cold fluids. That's the only thing that changed it over. Good. So the hospital diagnosed me with um, viral syndrome and respiratory complications. I, I took that. This is before COVID, too. This is before they. So in Manassas, they before told. Before they. This the was nurse a big deal, right? February. Orange. The nurse said these words, and I quote. Don't listen to the orange Oompa Loompa on the screen, despite what he's saying. <laughs> we have 200 tests for this entire area. We are not 
to test people until we're ready to hospitalize you. And I looked at her and I said, that's part of the problem and why people are dying. You can't test them until they're ready to be hospitalized, which is over 103 fever. And she's just like, yeah, I know. So don't listen to what he's saying. We only have 200 tests for the entire area. I live in Manassas, so DC metro area. And at the time, she said their method was, unless you had 103 fever, they're going to test you for everything else. And if it shows up negative, you probably have COVID. No confirmation at the time, mind you. But if it shows up positive for one of those other things, you probably don't have COVID. Months later, right. they found you could have a cold and you could also have COVID. And also um, that you could get it more than once if it's within a spaced amount of time. I'm an O negative. They also had rumors that O negative people could not get this virus. Yeah, that's I what I heard too. I actually mm -hmm. had immunity to a lot of things like malaria. I visited Africa. I had a lot of immunity to other things that other people got visiting there that I never got. Um, and with this, twice. Twice. Wow. The second time it was actually confirmed a positive. Well, let's Same hope it's not three times a charm. Um, <laughs> and we'll all get the vaccine very shortly because I know we all know it's coming out now. The first uh, frontline workers here in the U.S. have received the vaccine. So we want to get back to normal life. We want to be back on set. We want to be back at the Comic-Cons. Um, so let's just hope uh, that 2021 yes. is our year. So uh, I, I thought this was an amazing show. T T Tiffany, thank you so much for joining towards the tail end of the show. Yeah. I know we couldn't have you earlier, but better late than never, right? <laughs> yeah, look forward to those, look forward to those videos. Yes. Um, giving me chances, Al. As long as you give me chances, at least I got this working. This is on my phone. Yes. You give me and I'll actually be on time. And <laughs> you can send that via Dropbox or WeTransfer. Those are good ways. Oh, yeah, to exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank, of course, Anna B, cosplayer extraordinaire. Thank you uh, so much for do uh, for being on Below the Belt show. Anna thank B you. actually watched the TV show of our guest, so that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, which was Grace and Guernsey, great. Um, who plays Ricky on yes. Virgin River season two on Netflix now. Check it out. Thanks so much to Big Nick the Captain uh, for joining us uh, on the program. And, of course, the king of the 80s, Chachi McFly. I am Al Celebrity <laughs> Soto. Uh, I wanted to drop a cool cut, cool Christmas cut. Um, one of my favorite actresses, Twitter, recently got hacked. And supposedly there was some really, like, meh, offensive remarks, the N-word and stuff. Ooh. But luckily it was you know they resolved that issue and uh it was anna kendrick anna kendrick's twitter got hacked and uh luckily uh they resolved that issue and she claimed she did said nothing of those sorts uh, yeah of course not no. yeah. she's, she's, <laughs> she's amazing she, i love her i love her dearly i was yeah. uh thrilled to uh, work with her on pitch perfect three um and uh got to hang out at the uh, bowling party with awesome. the cats and crew um nice. which, which is a lot of fun you saw the photos, right? <laughs> uh, I'd like to end with a cool cut. This is Anna Kendrick's Christmas movie called Noel, which is on Disney+. Plus. She, she does an amazing rendition of the song This Christmas. So that's closing out tonight's Below the Belt show, guys. This is our second of three Christmas shows. Uh, we're recording um, next week on Tuesday. Uh, it'll be our final, our final oh, show of, of 2020. The year of the year before we take a little bit of a hiatus. Normally the best show of the year. It's a lot of fun. The, the Christmas final show. Christmas show. Are we that, was a, that was also in studio where we bought cookies. And yeah, cake. I know. 
I Cupcakes, know. costumes. A version of Tinkerbell. Can I join that show? Because I have. <laughs> uh, what? Can if I dress up as a Christmas version of Tinkerbell, can I join that show? If you're on time. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, done, 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 we already have done. a lot of people, but yeah. but Binding Tinkerbell. Uh, Tinkerbell is. Yeah, how can know, we say no to that? Okay, That's... I can do a Christmas version of anything. Black Widow, Al, you know I have a lot of things sitting around. I have Christmas Bell, Princess Princess Bell. Like, I have the gown made. I've never I, worn I love it. I think that's that 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 works for me. That's Princess for me. Bell? <laughs> Bell? Bell. Or oh, Bell Bell from, from uh, oh, Beauty and the Beast Bell. Or Elsa. I have Elsa. <laughs> yeah, we have actually have Elsa here. Anna, you have a... Uh, and Elsa with the like Elsa, uh, I was thinking that <laughs> with, the baby, with the baby Yoda, and I love it. Wait, also, wait, wait. Anna, yes, do you have an Elsa cosplay? Yes, I have this I one, and then I have, have another one too. I have an Anna cosplay. If we, oh wait, no, my sister has the Anna. But yes, I'm saying if we're on the show together, I have Anna, and you can be. <laughs> 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 we'll have to revisit that one. We have to revisit that. Some brainstorming between uh, Anna and uh, Tiffany <laughs> is in order. But uh, guys, it's been a great show. Next week, the Christmas episode, Mandalorian uh, finale, um, oh God, season so two, oh God, yeah. episode eight, talk. So um, and um, a celebrity guest that um, we have one um, in the works and one that's semi-confirmed. Um, so uh, we'll be, uh, yeah, of course we have great guests here on Below the Belt. So thank you so much for everybody in the panel. We will see you guys for our final show next week. Until then, yeah. peace, goodwill uh, towards all men and women. So. Yeah. <laughs> A little, little variation Merry on Christmas. the peace, guys. Yeah, Merry uh, Christmas, Anna and Tiffany. Merry Christmas. Awesome. Guys, Merry Christmas. Right. Thank you for having me. Thank Sorry. you. And here we go, closing out the show with Anna Kendrick. We'll see you guys next week with This Christmas. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, 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 bye,